saddle up and slap that ass, uh, slap that ass. It's time to get up. Oh my god. <laughs> I've been up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, hi guys. Hello. It's Nikki and Tyler and Rebecca. And this is Page Turners and Button Mashers. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That was an intro. That was an intro. I actually messed it up, but <laughs> we couldn't tell. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, it was. Um, I actually I come up with all of these. Yeah, he does. And actually. this one, it was a saddle up and slap that ass. It's time to giddy up. Giddy up. Not get up. So. <laughs> so weirder. <laughs> yeah. But that is definitely weirder. But it also makes me think of that song called "The Get Up," and it's my favorite. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, so for everybody who's listening, if you hadn't noticed, we have a guest this week. Ooh. Hi. <laughs> this is Rebecca from her soon-to-be-coming-out podcast, Thrice Curse Pod. So if you want to talk about it for like a second, go for it. Sure. Um. So Thrice Cursed is basically just going to be all of your true crime and spooky things that you love to hear about or hate to hear about, but can't stop listening to. I'm kind <laughs> of party wrong. to both. So. <laughs> Me fair. too. Uh, Me too. But you can currently find us on all platforms except for Apple because they're taking their sweet time about it. As oh, per the huge. Right. Yeah. Apple yeah. took like, oh my God, what, like a month and a half? It did take, it took a while God, for took us. Like an eternity. <laughs> yeah. I initially submitted it and then it's like, oh, you didn't say that your podcast is explicit but their terms for explicit is like if you talk about sexual Things. scenes or something and i'm like well i'm not necessarily doing that so i guess i'm fine and then nope just kidding so i was like declined and then i had to resubmit it and now i have no, no idea where that's at I legitimately was just like, you know, we're, we're explicit. We're probably explicit. <laughs> no, fuck everything, I guess. <laughs> I constantly tell you things that will fuck you up. Yeah. <laughs> I okay. feel that. But um, otherwise, until the podcast comes out, you can find me at Thrice Cursed Pod on all social media platforms. So, yes. yes. Nice. <laughs> okay. So, who wants to hear a story? I would. I, you know what? I don't. I think I'm going to just leave. Okay, well, see you. Well, if you are a <laughs> <Thanks> hostage. For... <laughs> Thanks for stopping it. by. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by for all five seconds. <laughs> I got what I needed, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I got off. Are you good? All right. Yeah, I can just leave the room. It's fine. <laughs> Every male ever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let me get started, I guess, with that. <laughs> You're welcome. So the book I read is The Lost Causes of Bleak Creek by Rhett McLaughlin and Link Neal. Yeah. So Rhett and Link from Good Mythical Morning on YouTube, I read their book, thanks to Tyler. <laughs> yeah, I got her that for Christmas. And I Aww, cute. So prologue. A boy is running, hard and fast, through the woods. He has just climbed a fence, which caused his hands to be cut open. There are men chasing him, but he needs to make a quick escape. Luckily, he knows these woods well. 
He finds a sewer lid, pries it open, hides inside just in time. He sighs with relief as he leaves his hiding spot, still running. So, the story begins with you being introduced to Rex McClendon. Huh. If that's not similar to the title or to the that's author's Link's name. That's character, right? That's Rex. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I wanted to say Rhett this whole book. Okay. So, I already fucked up. <laughs> anyway, so he explains to you that his best friend, Leaf Nelson, and oh, Alicia God. are both helping him make a movie called Polterdog. This, yeah, I can't. It's a really bad name. Is it? Is it Frank and Weenie's brother? Yes, literally. Okay. And they're like, everybody in this town keeps thinking we're talking about chickens. And I'm like, what? you're welcome, rural North Carolina. <laughs> so this day, they have had the opportunity of a lifetime to shoot a great portion of the movie at the dual church fundraiser in Pig Picking. Oh. Pig picking? Pig picking. Oh, pig picking. Okay. I, English not... is not a good thing for me. I don't think that's better. <laughs> but at least it's not your first language, so. Nope. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> so, some things you need to know about Bleak Creek, North Carolina. It's a small town. They love their church and pig roasts, especially the combination. And they have a general respect for the man cooking the pig, Wayne Whitewood. Because the man runs the towns, I wouldn't say, like, pride and joy, but definitely a staple of the community in a reform school for wayward children. I'm going to say it. Yikes. Uh, That just instantly screams, not a great dude to me. No. (laughs) Just fucking yikes, dude. Okay, so during this event, the shoot didn't go well. Uh, Tucker, Leaf's dog, unfortunately took his role a little too seriously when he chased Alicia, who was wearing a bacon tail, essentially, (laughs) during the pastor's saying grace, causing a huge ruckus and ending with Alicia running into Mr. Whitewood, who ended up falling into the spit and burning his hands on hot metal. Ooh. Yeah. Mm, Cute. Not good. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Rex and Leaf got the brunt of the punishment for this, ultimately getting a scolding from Rex's mom for wanting to shoot a ghost movie, mainly because, quote-unquote, that's demon stuff. You shouldn't be so interested in it. Sounds like my aunt. Okay. (laughs) Hi, Connie. (laughs) So their punishment was that they were no longer allowed to film the movie, and because of how they believed Alicia was a bad influence, they weren't allowed to see her anymore either. That always works. Right? When they protested, Rex's dad said, it's either that or you go to Whitewood Academy. Hard pass, they'll go with answer A. <laughs> <laughs> but like, duh, they weren't going to keep that promise entirely. Alicia is like their friend and Rex knew where his dad kept secret things. So he found the camera again. Okay. And later on, Alicia called with the news that they should shoot another scene that night. They all agreed to meet a little after midnight to shoot the movie. Side note, both Rex and Leaf have a big old crush on Alicia. Oh, I didn't see that coming at all. <laughs> yeah, no, who knew? Uh, primarily Leaf, but it's still very much there for like both of them. Okay. So they make it to Alicia's house and they wait for her outside of her bedroom window. 
She starts to climb out when someone covers her mouth and pulls her back in. She screams for help, but two large men in overalls take her away. Oh, Why think. overalls? I just... I, How you doing? <laughs> exactly. Is what I think. How you doing, man? No. Because, don't because when everybody when everybody sees, like, oh, this takes place in a podunk town, they picture <laughs> creepy dudes in overalls with, like, what's it called? The fucking... The scythes that they use to like yeah. plow the fields, yeah, that's what Yo, they picture every yeah. single time. You're not wrong. You are not wrong at all. <laughs> As somebody who lives on the West Coast, yeah, that's all I picture. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. Except I've seen your face, Nikki, and you are beautiful. So, oh, my heart. <laughs> no. <laughs> you shut up, Tyler. You're okay, I guess. I know. Yeah, no, I'm not much of a looker. It's fine. He's soft lumberjack material. I am a soft lumberjack. <laughs> anyway. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so Rex and Leaf attempt to save her, but her father stops them, telling the boys this is already as hard as it could possibly be for him. Okay. So he knows best for his daughter is what he's basically saying. Leaf quickly learned that they sent her to Whitewood Academy. Mm. They had heard about the late night kidnappings to be sent, but seeing one? absolutely terrifying they chase after the van that took her leading them to the academy stopping at the chain link fence that surrounded rex was angry that they couldn't do anything if helped if they helped her get out her parents would only send her back it's pretty much useless yeah instead they hopped on leaf's bike and headed back home miserable about the fact that they just had lost one of their best friends new perspective alert oh Okay, so we get to meet a character named Janine. She is a film major that lives in New York and was back in town trying to find her new angle after a bad breakup from a horrible relationship. Unfortunately, her new angle was centralized about the fact that everyone in Bleak Creek all frequently passed kidney stones, which was unfortunate. Yeah, she was like, I can't figure out anything else, but every single person in Bleak Creek passes kidney stones, and that's not normal. I mean, it sounds like there's something in their water supply that's not that interesting. Don't get ahead of me, woman. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm going to shut up and pretend I'm not here. No, don't pretend that. Anyway, so it seems that Janine is really important, and we will find this out together. So Rex and Leaf were sitting by one of their casual chill spots, just going over what had just happened the night before. Both hadn't slept well and were traumatized, obviously. Mm-hmm. But also, Leaf was about to tell Rex about his like huge long-term crush on Alicia, and Rex beat him to it. And was thinking Leaf was <gasps> cool with it. He wasn't. And when they found a lean-to near their favorite tree. Oh, a lean-to. A lean-to. That's a type of tent. Kind of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you for explaining that. I was no, like, what it's the literally fuck does that stick, mean? And then like tarp laying on it leaning on is literally a lean to the thing yes yeah okay that thank you for clarifying for my city girl self i got you (laughs) (laughs) so rex investigated when a boy named ben showed up behind them it wasn't friendly but he let him know that he heard them talking about alicia being at whitewood he was like she's in terrible danger but i'll tell you more for some supplies Rex was like, oh, yeah, definitely. And Leaf was like, uh, what? Why are we agreeing to this? <laughs> but they left shortly after the encounter. We finally... Uh-huh, makes I sense. Know. We finally get to hear from Alicia, and holy fuck, this place is awful. 
they don't have weekends. They don't get to wear normal clothes outside of a beige jumpsuit, and they don't get to Ooh. use their own names. Oh, okay. Candidatus or candidatus, which literally means the candidate. Oh, every single kid. I hate that. I know. That literally just makes me think of a yeast infection. <laughs> <laughs> You're all beige. <laughs> anyway. Well, no, the Candida, Candida, whatever the fuck Candida you said. Because Candida. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <What? laughs> oh, I'm dying over here. That's, oh, that, I. it's not awesome because those aren't awesome, but it's awesome. I know. Like, that connection. <laughs> uh nikki please don't die over there though i would like to actually hear how this ends okay i need to know if they ever cure their yeast infections (laughs) (laughs) anyway conformity is this school's game basically and nobody gets to do anything but follow everyone else it's absolutely fucking horrific okay we do get to learn that she is one half black and half white in an already overly white town so they have to like deal with race like racial bullshittery i should not have put those two words together racial yeah racial bullshittery there you go english and two she doesn't give two fucks about much of anything and she's not going to wait around for rex and leaf to come and save her she's going to do this on her own even that that means playing along so back with janine she's kind of bored to death with interviewing the only pizza parlor in town's owner big gary Big Gary. He's literally blathering on about his kidney stones, which he kept in a jar. What? Every single one. Rex and Leaf show yeah. up to have some food. Janine hears Big Gary's version of the story that the whole town was on about and was proud of the fact that Alicia got sent to Whitewood. Yeah, he's a he's a twat. <laughs> he's, what? What did you call that? A janky freshwater bitch fish? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, he's a janky freshwater bitch fish. Exactly. (laughs) So she decided then and there that she needed to interview the boys. So she did. She introduced herself and got their side of the story, including the part where they witnessed Alicia's abduction. She was appalled at how they treated the children, and Big Gary soon came over to mention how it's a fine institution. And Janine was I like, "I love that name. I know that character's kind of a dick, but I love him." Big Gary. Big Gary. <laughs> She's so happy. So Janine was like, "If it's such a fine institution, why are they literally abducting children?" Big Gary was then like, "I don't care about the method. I care about results." Don't worry nothing about that. Don't. Mm-mm. Yeah, ain't no worries. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's like, that's why I only hire people who have only gone there. Janine also realized at that moment that also meant her cousin Donna. Oh. Yeah. Who had a huge personality change without her knowing why, like years before. She immediately got like super dizzy and sick from the knowledge and knowing that it might have not gone well for her. Anyway. Rex, immediately knowing Janine's reaction wasn't good, decided he would get supplies for Ben. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So he could get, you know, more information about Whitewood and why he had run. He got his hands on everything and made his way back to Ben. However, on his way to the Pine Woods, he nearly got run over by Mr. Whitewood himself. Oh. 
The hmm. exchange was a silent one on Whitewood's part, and ending in Rex violently apologizing for everything that had happened, and Whitewood just, like, staring at him and silently driving away. It was really fucking weird. I'm like, you are a serial Nah, that killer, sounds sir. normal. <laughs> just like, it was one of those, go away. <laughs> you saw nothing. You saw I saw nothing. <laughs> I broke everything. Anyway, so we get to check back in with Alicia, who, true to her nature, is rebelling. I know. Weird. <laughs> I never saw that coming. The name of every teacher, by the way, is called Helper. We don't call them ma'am at all oh. or mister or whatever. So her roommate ratted on her that she wasn't conforming. That bitch. She even wrote Allie on mm. her wall with her own blood. <laughs> oh, no. So they sent her to the roll. The roll was out in a shed and was literally a roll of carpet that had many stains and smelled entirely of urine. Oh. Clearly from previous offenders. Hmm. A helper rolled her inside and she initially was like, this isn't that big of a deal, but he kicked her around. Oh. Even told her that if she tried to tell her parents during a call about this, that they'd tell him she had developed a habit of lying. Oh. Yeah. Then she was left there overnight being squeezed tight she was forced to relieve herself just like every other victim oh yeah i hate all of that i know it makes you look at swiss rolls wrong now forever no you ruined those <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> see you went to swiss rolls and my mind was just thinking of the wild thornberry movie where Eliza goes to school oh my god Oh, gosh. Wow. <laughs> so Janine had her interest peaked as soon as her cousin had confirmed that she had gone to the reform school. Tommy, a teenage boy who worked at the pizza place, was one of the subjects who agreed to be interviewed about it. Mm. But Tommy wasn't a great subject. <laughs> he couldn't stop repeating that the school was, quote unquote, good for him. And Janine noticed quickly that it was basically part of the deal that they don't talk about it, which caused him to run. Uh, fair. She decided to check out the school naturally, mm -hmm. which was literally beige and had a Bible verse at the front of the school gate. Oh. She got a video of that and shortly saw a creepy guy who, when she got a shot of him, turned around and scared the ever-loving shit out of her. Next day, she decided it was time to finally look up this place. She went to the library, support your local libraries, guys, to look through <laughs> the local papers... <laughs> From when the school opened, she quickly learned that the school was founded by Whitewood because he wanted to make sure that children stayed obedient and weren't so strong-headed. Wow, that doesn't sound like children at all. I told you he is exactly what Rebecca said. Okay. A janky freshwater bitch fish. <laughs> then she found the worst thing. Three deaths reported. All oh. three from the papers seemed to be that the children were at the wrong place at the wrong time and whitewood would say something heartfelt and equally victim blaming of course when a man startled janine out of her research he explained that all of the kids funerals that came from there were closed casket which mm. was weird hate that that the bodies were unrecognizable and that they had to use dental records to make sure it was the right child she was about mm. to ask if there were more than three, but then he disappeared. Oh. 
Yeah, man went poof, and he's, you never hear of him again, by the way. Oh, he's just, you, he he's gone. He's just gone. He gone, okay. <laughs> I was just like, dude, who the fuck are you? <laughs> it kind of makes me think of that librarian and, um, and Bob's Burgers. Oh my god, yeah. He's always like, look it up, look it up. Topsy. I said nothing. <laughs> Topsy. <laughs> what? Topsy. <laughs> Oh, Topsy? Shh, shh, shh. <laughs> That's all I will think about now. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> it's voiced by the magical Billy Eichner. Oh, so God, it's all we should think oh. about. Anyway. <laughs> so Rex and Lee finally begin their first day of high school. Uh, by the way, they are in high school. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was weird without Alicia, but Rex told Leaf that he managed to get all the things together for Ben. Leaf was trying to get out of going since he always was, like, super timid about things. But with a little pressure, he agreed, going out later that night. When they arrived, Leaf was like, this kid's going to kill us. But, like, no, he really wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> After Ben got settled with some hot dogs and cheer wine. Shout out to cheer wine. Yo, that shit's good. That's an East Coast thing, Rebecca. Oh. Is, I figured because I've never heard of it. So good. It's better than it's a better Dr. Pepper. A much better Dr. Pepper. Yeah. It's, Ooh, can you guys like send me some? If yeah, we can actually... find it, yes. <laughs> yes. So he told them what they really wanted to know. Whitewood Academy kills kids, especially <laughs> misbehaving ones. Okay. He managed to escape. Really? I thought they went for the good ones. <laughs> This kid's behaving too much. Bam! <laughs> That's every kid, then. So he managed oh, to gosh. escape with only a hole in his hand, but Whitewood yeah. has people looking for him. He can't go home because his dad would just send him back, and Whitewood didn't put out a warning since he would rather quietly get him back so he could finish the job. If they hmm. wanted to know more, they would have to meet him tomorrow behind the old tobacco mill. <laughs> so, back to Alicia. She had been having one hell of a time. Yeah. After her first night in the role, she was pretty sure that she could play along. But the role didn't deter her. It just made her more resilient. She also managed to find a friend named Josefina. But they could only really talk in secret. Josefina was a constant sneak. She found her way around the school fairly easy and even showed Alicia a secret room that they believed to be a former deceased student. And told her about Ben, who had escaped. They had managed to get away with it, too, until one day Alicia came in to find Mr. Whitewood waiting for her in the secret room. Oh. Janine, however, wanted some answers. So she decided to ask her Aunt Roberta. She asked about the school, and her aunt had cracked. She mentioned how she wished she had never sent Donna to the school, when she had learned of what happened to Donna, she sent her husband, Jim, to go tell the police, like, what they had found. Only to have Jim die not long after. Oh. Hmm. Roberta believes that his death was no accident. That Janine shouldn't be prying into the school and their business, even if the school is wrong. It's too dangerous. When the doorbell rang, it was the church's secretary. She had come over, basically, to pry into what Janine was doing in town. Gotta love those nosy church peoples. <laughs> yeah, they're they're, they're my the, favesies. They're the best. <laughs> I can tell you a story of how my mom loves them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, and when she left, it 
it wasn't clear if she was like really pleased with Janine's false statements about her documentary. Um, she said it was about architecture. <laughs> and Roberta suggested that Janine leave and soon. But Janine had no intentions of doing so. However, when she left, she found a message painted on the side of her car that said, Leave, bitch. Oh. Oh. Yeah, that's not intimidating at all. <laughs> I'd love to go out to my car with that. Leave and I can't stress this enough, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and now I am picturing Jesse Pinkman from Breaking Bad. So. Yeah. <laughs> Solid. So, Rex and Leaf had indeed met up with Ben at midnight, as promised. Mm -hmm. Ben quickly led them to what he wanted to show them, and it was fucking crazy, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> they had witnessed what they all believed to be a cult ritual. Oh, yay! Tyler's Fun. favorite thing. Yeah, I love cults. I don't love cults. He hates cults so They're much. They're my, like, least favorite thing. <laughs> so I mean, I love hearing about them, but true. they terrify me. <laughs> no, same. So, the teachers of the school, led by Whitewood, headed down to Bleak Creek Springs. One cut her hand open and put it into the water. Hate that. Causing it to start glowing. I hate that even more. Whitewood then <laughs> dove into the middle of that water and came up later spewing water because it was like rushed into his body and saying something about a prophecy. Did I mention I hate that? <laughs> I don't think you did. Okay, well, I'm, I do. Uh, okay. I hate it. Nice to confirm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Leaf tried to make up every excuse in the book, but Rex was like, it's a cult, man. Stop trying to say it's Episcopalians. <laughs> <laughs> He tried, to, he tried to literally say, maybe it's another religion. <laughs> maybe, yeah. There's so, a chance. Ben then told them that he felt like they were trying to sacrifice him. There's been enough student deaths. He believes that this is going to be their plan for him sacrifice, as well. Sacrifice. Don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> but he got away via Jean-Claude Van Damme moves. Nice. Hell yeah. <laughs> He's like, I gotta love Jean-Claude Van Damme because I did some pretty good moves to get out of this. And I'm like, oh, dead. <laughs> I am dead. <laughs> so Leaf allowed it to sink in. He doesn't want Alicia to be sacrificed. And Rex agreed. I wouldn't <laughs> want my best friend to be sacrificed either. Yeah, no. I think no. I'd cry. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't know what to do. So Alicia, after being found, was dragged into one of the sheds by the school. Whitewood had his hands around her neck, and he was drowning her and surfacing her, asking her if she will follow. Oh. She kept her strength, but after a while, her brain began to trail to other moments in her life, including the moment she realized that she had a crush on Leaf. <gasps> Not gonna lie, guys, I choked up. <laughs> like, super bad. I was like, oh no, it's mutual. Yes. <laughs> and like, my heart stopped. I was like, oh no. <laughs> Oh no, she might die. She might die. When Whitewood finally pulled her out and she said yes to his question of following the rules, was she all like went psycho and was like, no, you're supposed to be disobedient. And she was like, I don't, I, I don't know what you want. So he let her go. And he was like, do whatever you want. Hit me, escape, something. She was like, I seriously don't know what you want me to do. So he started choking her again but above water. So 
she clawed his face, which made him smile and start to drown again. Oh. This time causing everything to go black. The next day, Rex and Leaf were playing one of their made-up games involving a Nerf basketball colliding with their balls without them being able to protect themselves. I couldn't help but keep that in because I was fucking dying. <sighs> That's, yeah. Um, and I was just like, why the fuck did you make this up? Of all fucking games that you could possibly have made up, this one? <laughs> That's uh, not gonna lie, a lot of young boys do that. Like, it, soccer practice, when I was growing up, they're like, that team lost, time to fucking punt balls at them. And, yeah. <laughs> the and they can't move. Haha, <laughs> it's like, yeah. It was so just it's... the fact that they took a Nerf ball and they literally were like, okay, spread your legs six yeah, feet. Yeah, no, that's... And just like, let me chuck this at you. Yes, that is a common thing. <laughs> uh, when Rex's parents came in. Ah, thank God. So they had news that Alicia was dead. They said that the school reported her body found in one of the sheds, believing that she was trying to burn it down and got caught inside. And Rex was like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh. She wouldn't do that. There's something wrong with that school. But his parents, like, wouldn't hear them out. Mm -hmm. Later, they were able to sit in their safe space where they just processed what happened. Travis, a local kind of everything man, uh, came by and told them that he was nearby when it happened, but he was too late. He gave them a button from her jumpsuit and left, leaving Rex with a reminder that none of this would have happened if it wasn't for his movie. Not at all. Wow. I know. That's fucked. That's not depressing, even a little bit. wrenching like i'm going to be sick like terrible so janine was heading for the airport not just because of the message left on her car but also because her stupid ex wanted to get back together (laughs) lucky (sighs) for her her cousin donna was chasing after her and cut them off in the middle of traffic oh she finally found her voice again and told janine that alicia was killed at the school it's not coincidental that she happened to be the one to accidentally hurt whitewood Donna is tired of her silence and she wants to help expose the school for what it is by telling her what happened. She wants to help. They had a tearful reunion and Janine agreed to say to finish what she had started. So, next day, Rex and Leaf went to the funeral for Alicia, where they got to say a few words about her. Also about how Leaf really has feelings for her. Rex came in with how Whitewood was the cause of all this, and then they were basically shoved off the stage by Whitewood himself. Of course. That doesn't look suspicious at all. (laughs) Let's get these crazy kids off the stage. (laughs) Oh, uh, add on to the fact that the funeral director, um, he has this weird scar on his hand as well. As if there was a hole in his hand? Yeah, isn't that weird? What? It's, it's one of those things where it's like, okay. okay, so everyone's in on this. What the fuck? So after the service, Janine and Donna quickly got in contact with Rex and Leaf, mm-hmm. telling them that she knew this wasn't an accident, and Rex explained as quietly as possible what he knew he had seen already from Whitewood. Okay. Leaf confirming that there's some cult shit going on. <laughs> <laughs> they decided that after one of Whitewood's minions essentially kicked them out, that they would meet up at the spot Ben pointed them out to. So that's how they all ended up at the school late at night with Rex waiting about 
trying what word <laughs> he was okay so rex was trying to find the source of the light that they saw at the bottom of the spring by wading in the water okay i am so sorry <laughs> so rex found nothing but after adding his own blood into the mix the light came forward oh leaf offered to go in which did not go well at all uh, the camera nearly, like, they brought a camera with them to, like, try and tape and see what the fuck was going on in yeah. here. And it nearly got left underwater because something pulled Leaf down. Oh. And in their escape, it ended up getting captured. Leaf ended up getting captured by Whitewood. Oh. It was entirely freaky, and Whitewood actually held Leaf at knife point. Rex ended up leaving him behind because he knew there was no way he could help. Hmm. So next morning, Rex was beating himself up, and his mom let him know that Leaf's mother accepted the offer to have Leaf stay at Whitewood. Uh, I know. Rex, obviously distraught, initially grew angry at his mother for also thinking about doing the same, but then he calmed down and was like, can I just stay home for the day? I'm not okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah, that's and his fair. mom was like, yeah, sure, go for it. So he napped, and then people came over. First Ben, who smelled so bad, he was like, did you want a shower, dude? <laughs> <laughs> and then Janine, who had something major to show them. So she started the tape, and at first Rex was like, the hell am I looking for? Then after a while, they saw it. Alicia was underwater and stuck to the wall of the spring. And when the camera locked on her, her eyes opened. Oh, nope. Mm -mm. Flashback time! <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> this whole book is a trick, guys. <laughs> so, this is, it's more of a backstory. Uh, you find out, finally, why Whitewood is doing all of this. Apparently, after the suicide of his wife, he had become desperate in finding any cure for his daughter's seemingly incurable illness. I'm pretty sure she was just a hemophiliac. Anyway, his last hurrah was to take her to Bleak Creek Springs, where a friend told him that it was a possible cure for his daughter. He was basically hoping for anything at this point. Only for her to be taken by something called the Keeper. Oh, I hate that. This thing told him, through his daughter that he needed seven strong children who would be sacrificed in order to get his daughter, Ruby, back. The keeper had given him ten years, and he had only gotten four children. He needed three more, and he had one in his grasp. He knew that he needed one who ran and Rex to finish his job. Or he will be out of time. Mm. So, Leaf had basically the same experience in Al that Alicia did when she arrived. <laughs> Okay. Being called Candidatus and even finding himself in the role, making friends with Josefina, but it was worse. Two days in, and he decided to try and force the school to rebel, which did not work at, like, at all well. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> it only ended with him in Whitewood's daughter's room, hidden in the middle of the whole school, by, mind you, having been knocked out. Being told that thanks to his outburst, it made it easier for Whitewood to complete his tasks. Thanks to him, his plans are able to be completed easily. 
So the helpers brought in the roll, and with a see you tonight, he flicked off oh, the lights. Oh, I hate this guy. Leaf was left alone in his room, knowing that this was it. Dun, dun, dun. So Ben, Janine, Rex, and Donna all gathered together to get down to what they should do about this, including some new information about the spring. Apparently, this thing is, like, hella cursed. <laughs> it started out with great healing properties, but in being cursed, it ended up causing the whole town to become sick, hence the kidney stones being You're prevalent. welcome! <laughs> yeah, literally, their water supply is cursed. Yep, yep. Got some cursed water. <laughs> Got some cursed water, man. Um, so, Ben came up with the idea that in order to save Alicia, he and Rex will enter the spring with scuba gear on, they will use blood from Rex's dad's funeral home to open the portal in the spring. Then, with the help of Travis, they will... Travis is a re, the, the nice guy. Um, okay. They will be pulled out after they release Alicia, thus shutting down the school and helping Leaf. Mm-hmm. What they didn't know was that Leaf was already being prepped to be sacrificed. He was dragged down to the spring along with Josefina and immediately sacrificed and pushed into it, where they were greeted by the spirits of the other children who had been put in there. Mm. One of them, named Rich, explained that Leaf shouldn't try to remind anyone of their life from before getting in there. It only caused them actual pain. When a little blonde girl he'd never noticed cheered that they only needed one more child mm. then unimaginable pain went through him and Josefina and he suddenly couldn't remember how long he had been at the school or in the spring Oh, so the plan had commenced on topside <laughs> they got everything ready and they tried to plan for what they needed to do but it didn't go well at all the cult group had already been there waiting for them because Travis gave them up as soon as he heard the plan. And Rex uh, and Ben were like, fuck it. They dove into the water as Donna and Janine were held captive. They released bags of blood into the water, which confused the spirit long enough for them to release Alicia. And as soon as Rex saw him, Leaf as well. They had one hell of a time fighting and pulling the cult growing desperate. And finally, with after the fact that they had lined up all of the students oh they started throwing other students one by one into the water oh oh my god ejecting and accepting as many as it pleased as they got to the surface alicia and leaf came back to life while whitewood grew furious the spring had accepted eight children and nothing was happening yet then he noticed that alicia and leaf were surfaced when all hell broke loose as if this wasn't already hell yeah so Janine and Donna managed to get away after one of Rex's schoolmates hit a group of the cult with a golf cart. Oh. <laughs> Allowing Rex and Ben to try and get away from the people trying to shove him in. The sheriff, yeah, the sheriff's in on this too. Oh, of course. After coming to from getting run over by the golf cart, pulled out a gun and tried to shoot Donna and Janine, but a student knocked him over the head. Everything finally came to an end when Whitewood was about to throw another kid in, and Donna, finally finding her nerve again, held him at gunpoint. Oh, damn. He tried to tell her that she didn't have the nerve, but she shot him in the chest. <laughs> Jesus. She was like, <laughs> fuck 
fuck this. Bam. Oh, fuck yo. Bang. <laughs> and his last dying breaths, he fell into the water, which caused the spirit inside to go absolutely nuts. The water turned inky and started to come alive, crashing waves mm. and pushing the cult away from saving Whitewood, the waves grabbing onto Ben and dragging him and Whitewood down when everything went quiet. Oh. Rex, in his distress from watching Ben be sucked under, took the back of a claw hammer and punctured his hand, diving in to go save his new friend. But the water stayed still. It didn't glow, and it was back to somewhat normal. Oh. So the next day, Rex was watching the sheriff lie through his teeth about how he had only been tricked by Whitewood and that they only said that a few kids were just missing. Yeah. Rex knew that he couldn't correct them. With Janine's camera having, having been damaged, they didn't have much proof to show. So Rex decided to keep his mouth shut and accept that they only won in the sense that the school is forever shut down. Janine and Donna, however, got to finally take all the other evidence that they had to make a new documentary. Ooh. They were able to release it on time, and it got a standing ovation, including an award. <laughs> hey. But nobody believed that it was real, all except their grandmother, who was there, and realized that it was. Oh, shit. <laughs> As for Alicia and Leaf, uh, they were still pretty traumatized. It had taken a while for Alicia to finally talk, and relief to like stop sleeping constantly they decided it was finally time to get back to their secret place with alicia and tow they got to talk about how they were annoyed that they couldn't talk about it without sounding insane or getting themselves in trouble they were happy that janine and donna had won the award that they did just not happy they didn't get to see the film they didn't want to be seen as actors rightfully so mm -hmm. honestly but looking back at all they had gone through, Leaf was happy to know that even if Alicia would never have, like, the same feelings for him, he loved his friends regardless and was thankful for the fact that they're still alive. Epilogue. Oh. Alicia had separated from the group and rode her bike through the streets, knowing that this constant motion kind of made it easier for her to cope with what she had experienced. She was about to miss her curfew, about to miss her curfew, when she came upon something in the road a blue stuffed frog when she saw her a blonde girl dripping wet when the girl spoke hi alicia oh everybody misses you alicia mm. held down the stream and just pedaled away as fast as she could I fucking hate that the end i have, no. I have, I have so many chills ah. <laughs> i t okay i told you both my eyebrows were in my fucking hairline when I finished that goddamn Whoa. book. And it stayed there for a solid 20 minutes because I could not fathom what I had just read. I was like, that's not real. That didn't fucking That happen. didn't happen. Okay, so oh, as far as pages turned with this book, I know I'm taking longer than I thought I would, but <laughs> I would give this a solid nine and a half. Oh, wow. Okay. Nine and a half only reason i'm right. taking back half point is because i i don't like jumping perspectives and it pisses me off Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. so i yeah i was kind of crazy about it and i absolutely loved it can i just say i feel like they drew a lot of inspiration from the brothers grim movie i know oh it's fair. so good 
I was like, I didn't want to interrupt you that whole time, but I'm like, that was all I could think about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, no, I, I see that even. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I guess we'll take a break then for a sec. While we're on our break, here's a little something from one of our favorite pods. Hope you enjoy. Are you looking for a new adventure? Did you ever want to visit the city where all your nightmares reside? Well, you're in luck. Join us, your tour guides, Christine and Jen, to visit Nopeville, where you will be personally escorted on an all-inclusive trip through the city and see all possibilities of terror and fright. You'll see all sorts of things on your tours, including, but definitely not limited to, the paranormal, true crime, the supernatural, and more. If you're into all that and enjoy a little dark humor, book your tour today and nope right along with us. Check us out on our website at nopevillepodcast.com to see where you can listen to Nopeville today. <laughs> right, right when you hit record, <laughs> you're gonna hear that. <sighs> well, yeah. So, um, I guess I'm going to be telling you guys a scary ghost story. Oh, I'm so excited about Yay. this! Yay! I love scary things. I love scary. <laughs> Tyler, <laughs> Tyler, do you not actually like scary oh, by things? The way. I am kind of a wimp when it comes to scary He's things. A soft lumberjack. I, yeah, I live so- up to okay, that. Well- <laughs> Well, legitimately, I just, I want to say this before you get started. We wanted to have Rebecca on because we wanted to get spooky season started right. Yeah. So. (laughs) Yeah, and I just, like, the only horror film I can watch is uh, the Friday the 13th (laughs) movies. And they're not even that bad. Yeah, that's about all I got. My old roommates made me watch a scary movie, and at one point when, like, the jump scare happened, I was facing the TV. Jump scare happens. I am on my back looking at the <laughs> ceiling. That's how far I'm... I went, poof! Like... <laughs> I forgot that that happened. Yeah. That <laughs> is magical. Um, so if you hear Sophia thump, it's probably him on the floor. You're just going to hear me go, nope. <laughs> No matter, I do want to say, no matter how many times you hear me go, nope, mm-mm, uh, keep going. I'm, I wouldn't stop for you, sweetheart. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That is fair. It's for me. So yeah, yeah, this isn't yeah. the Nikki and Tyler show. It's just the Nikki show. Yep. It's all about me. Yeah, it always is. <laughs> all right. Well, okay. this story actually takes place kind of locally to you guys. So I'm upping oh, the spooky fact. <laughs> Let it go. I can just hear oh, how yeah. thrilled Tyler is right now. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> so, Summer Wind Mansion, located in Landa Lakes, Wisconsin, was built on the shore. Mm-hmm. What? With the butter. The butter. The butter. <laughs> butter. Okay. okay. Uh, It was built on the shore of West Bay Lake as a bed and breakfast called West Bay Lake Fishing Lodge in the early 20th century. I couldn't really find too much about the building during its use as said fishing lodge, but in 1916, U.S. Secretary of Commerce Robert Patterson Lamont decided that this house with its vast windows and beautiful landscapes would make the perfect home for him and his family. And purchased the building. Of course. course. I mean, I would love to live on a lake. Everything's bigger in Wisconsin. Wait, that's Texas. (laughs) You know where we need to move? Wisconsin. I just want all the cheese. 
<laughs> we have some damn good so cheese. So I've guys. heard. Yeah. Such good cheese. Within a year, Mr. Lamont had hired two architects from Chicago, Chicago, to remodel Chicago. <laughs> to remodel the mansion, and construction was completed in 1918, so two years later. The the family moved in shortly after that, right. and from then on, the site was known as the Lamont Mansion. Now, all right, fancy. Now, usually, when like you move into a house, you you seem to be pretty happy because it's new, it's exciting. Uh, <laughs> their yeah. happiness was very short lived. Oh, did someone die? No, dang it. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm yeah. right. yikes okay (laughs) despite the gorgeous property servants several fireplaces a guest quarters and basically having more than most people today could ever hope for yeah (laughs) the lamont family found their happiness in their home quickly dwindling oh this is not gonna be good is it (laughs) I mean, it's not the worst ghost story I've ever talked about. (laughs) Okay. That's fair. I've never heard this story, so I'm excited. (laughs) I'm I know I asked Nikki, I was like, have you guys heard of this? She's like, no. And I was like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Achievement name. (laughs) (laughs) Many believe that the construction on the property stirred up some long dormant entities. Which if you're not super familiar with spirits, that's very common. Just don't fuck with things. Yeah, yeah, literally any construction project or anything where it's like, hey, we're going to do something new and totally fuck up your layout. It's like, I'm going to move everything back to where <laughs> it was. Okay. Oh, yeah. There's one hotel. I can't remember where, but the spirits will actually rearrange the kitchen every time they change it. I remember that. That's hotel awesome. And I can't remember the name either. I love that. <laughs> I hate that I can't remember it. Me too. I'll have to jujul it after this. Yes. Jujul it. Jujul! All right. Um, Sorry, I totally lost my place. Nikki, stop being so beautiful and distracting. I'm sorry. <laughs> I shine. <laughs> yeah, you shine so much. I don't even need to see you. It's blinding. <laughs> this, is the, this is the compliment Nikki moment. Okay. Okay, Tyler. There will be many more. I I think you're pretty, Nikki. (laughs) God, I hope so. (laughs) We're in this for the long haul, Mister. Oh boy. Okay. Many of the servants alleged that they saw a translucent woman walking around the driveway. Seen that before? I hate it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mister Lamont was like, "Yeah, okay, whatever," and just completely ignored them. (laughs) Lol, don't believe you. It's like that's like me stopping in my tracks and being like, "Go away, just leave now." <laughs> uh, unfortunately for him, though, he wouldn't be able to act to ignore the claim for too long because one night, while he and his nameless wife were eating dinner, of course, the wife doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, nobody. We don't need names. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, they heard what sounded like the basement door. Being the man of the house and all, yay 1900s, Mr. Lamont headed downstairs, gun in hand, ready to investigate. Oh, of course. Well, naturally. That's naturally. Indubitably. Mm, Indubitably. (laughs) 
from upstairs in the dining room, two shots were heard. And like every horror movie ever would prove you shouldn't do, others ran to investigate. Yeah, great. They were all white, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, where I'm in Wisconsin. Yeah. I'm assuming, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> With the name like Lamont, yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah, and possibly French. They're white and French. They're going to die. They're going to die. <laughs> you guys are about to be disappointed. Oh. Okay. I'm fine with that. It's not good when death doesn't... Or death, lack of death disappoints you, I guess. <laughs> While there was no evidence of an intruder, Mr. Lamont swore that he had seen the ghostly form of a man apparate in front of him. Oh. oh. Nice. The, those who followed after Mr. Lamont saw no such thing, only bullets lodged in the wall. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, no pun intended, but, you know, they're in a lodge. Lodge in the wall. I found that really hysterical while I was wow. writing. <laughs> God damn it. You're so proud of yourself. <laughs> I was. I was like, how did I do this? <laughs> I'm a genius. <laughs> exactly. That's what I said to myself. And you know what? You may not think so, but I'm sticking with it. All right. You're, you're the smartest person ever, Rebecca. <laughs> I mean... Your words are just oozing sarcasm, but I'm going to take it anyways. <laughs> Maybe because I can't stop laughing. <laughs> Lamont had been so shaken by the incident that he no longer felt safe in his home. I mean, duh. Not a shocker. Not a shocker. Shortly after, it said that he woke his wife and children in the middle of the night, packed their necessities into the car, and then left forever great i mean i would have done that shit too (laughs) like we're going just Mm -hmm. it's it's three o'clock in the morning i don't give a fuck we're leaving this is not okay three o'clock in the morning is the exact time you should be leaving the house (laughs) that's right after you should be leaving at two because three is the witching hour i mean exactly well fuck it (laughs) so they survived the witching hour and they're like let's go (laughs) yes yeah, they're like, I don't need any more of this. I've I've seen the preview. No thanks. <laughs> <laughs> that preview was janky as fuck. I'm out. <laughs> Zero pages turned. Goodbye. Pages. I'm out. <laughs> oh gosh. They packed their necessities into the car and then left the home forever. Mr. Lamont refused to ever return to the property, very Amityville style, and never recovered any of the items that they left behind. Wow, okay. Be it's like yeah. all the money you put into that, and then she's like, no, I don't want none of it. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm That's got I'm that out. ghost goo on it. I ain't dealing with that. <laughs> ghost goo. <Yeah. laughs> oh my gosh. That's gonna I, be in the title. I'm just I saying. love ghost, ghost goo. goo. I love <laughs> it. <laughs> The lost causes of ghost goo. <laughs> yes. I'm going to hold you to that. If it's not the I'm... title, I will riot and demand that you take it down. <laughs> I am actually going to write it down right now. <laughs> Yay! The mansion remained vacant and in the family until Mr. Lamont's death in 1948. Oh, the house changed. fairly recent. Hmm? It's fairly recent compared to when I thought this started. It started in 1916, so yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. The house changed hands many times after that, 
it was sold several times before the only so there are only like a couple people I could actually tie to the house. So one of those couples were Mr. and Mrs. Kiefer. They had purchased the property as a vacation home, and I couldn't find too much information on them, but it said that Mrs. Kiefer began to feel extremely unsafe and would try to avoid the home at all costs. Oh. Sounds like me. Could we go to the <laughs> other vacation home, please? <laughs> Forever. Yes, I'm not quite liking the lighting in this one. Can we just... Mm, maybe the it beach smells. house? <laughs> <laughs> it smells. It smells. <laughs> it smells. <laughs> I just can't seem to get past the ghost goo. <laughs> the, the ghost goo is just oh. It's, it's palpable. <laughs> it's absolutely grotesque. <laughs> <laughs> the grotesque ghost goo. All right. Uh, da, da, da. Anyways. <laughs> I have no idea when she decided to feel unsafe. I guess it like she must have been present at the property because everything I found said that she left the mansion unexpectedly. And when she did, she she too left all of her belongings and actually gave her neighbors permission to take anything that they'd like. Wow. With wow. the caveat that should something bad happen to them, she wasn't responsible. I mean, <laughs> fair, yeah. fair, you know, like, if you get slimed in ghost goo, like, that's on you, buddy. Like, you want that chandelier? By all means, but... But if the ghost causes it to fall on you, not my, not that me. That is not my life. I didn't do that. <laughs> in 1969, the home was purchased by Arnold and Ginger Hinshaw. The couple quickly moved into the home with their six children. Terrible idea. Ghosts love kids. They really do. <laughs> but also, why six kids, guys? That's so many. That is a lot. I mean, my grandparents are respectively like one of 14 and one of 11. So no, six thanks. is like normal. It's <laughs> tame. My dad is one of five. So. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, we're Mexican, man. <laughs> Well, what I love is so when I was doing research, every story I read about it was like the young couple moved in. I'm like, they have six kids. They're not young anymore. Yeah. Yeah. No, your life gets drained out of you as soon as you have children. Like, Not to mention, even if you start at 15, like, I mean, I guess maybe that would make you still young. But like, what? Even six years after that, I guess. But if, especially if you're having like a kid a year. But most people would spread that out wouldn't they Pun i mean they were spreading something clearly <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh boy i can't handle it <laughs> i can't even handle it i have officially turned off my ears i can't even hear what i'm saying so <laughs> this is all one blackout memory <laughs> yep i will back and i said that It'll come back to me in like clips and phrases, and I'm just gonna be like, oh god. <laughs> okay. All right, so it wasn't long before the Hinshaws learned why the home had sat abandoned for so long. When the couple decided they wanted to renovate, they searched tirelessly for a contractor, but regardless of how much money they offered, no one would accept a contract to work on the home. I mean, good. Yeah. Allegedly, though, when they were finally able to do construction on the home, I don't know mm -hmm. it. 
I mean, from what I found, it sounds like they found a construction company, I guess. There's always one. There's always one who's either, like, totally, like, unaware of the property or completely stupidly willing to do it. It's There's always one. Oh, yeah. There's always some, like, especially money-hungry people who are like, I will do anything for money. I don't care. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> hmm. Okay, so allegedly when they were finally able to do said construction, one of their daughters found the skull of a human with oh. black hair in a crawl space. Oh, Don't know what that laugh was. I hate that. <laughs> that was your, I don't like it. <laughs> I, I panic laugh. I don't know if you guys, I don't do it on here often, but I panic laugh. <laughs> so welcome to my panic laugh, guys. I like. I wish I panic laughed because I think it's an adorable trait to have. I just, I don't. <laughs> Not that noise. I don't know what came out of me. Ah, <laughs> uh, the skull, however, was never found and never reported to the police. So basically, the little girl went to her parents and was like, "I found a dead person," and they went to go investigate, and there was nothing there. I'm yeah, so the family kind of created their own theory about it, which was that it had been some kind of, like, rodent in the crawl space, and she got confused. Okay, those are two different sizes of skull, okay? I mean, yeah, but, like, if you picture, I'm calling a raccoon a rodent, even though they're too adorable to be a rodent. Um, yeah, I guess. I mean, rabbits are technically rodents, so. I know, but, like, if you I think don't call about them it, that. <laughs> that's fair. But uh, if you think about that, like even then the skull is a different shape yeah it doesn't yeah but i mean if it's like if it's a quick glance and you're like oh shit this is something dead chance like unless you're me you're not gonna stick around and look for longer (laughs) you're gonna run (laughs) and find your parents (laughs) and just run away i would look at it look at it for a little too long then go duh and then run (laughs) (laughs) that's right it's very true well, your mind does take a while to process, and I don't just mean you specifically, but... <laughs> the mind generally does. <laughs> yeah, so as a kid, finding something that looks spooky as shit, you're just gonna be like, I found a head, and... <laughs> <laughs> no fair. further investigation. But anyway, so that was just their theory. Okay. Um. Still, they remained in the mansion and began to notice strange occurrences. Ooh. The Hinshaws reportedly saw the ghost of a woman floating back and forth past the French doors off the dining room. Okay, now I'm just kind of imagining her, like, sideways facing towards them, just going, like, just back and forth. But I'm going to guess that isn't it. I kind of pictured more of, like, the ghost is just listening to some music in her head and is going, like, la-da-dee, la-da-da. Like, literally just back and forth dancing to herself and scaring the shit out of people which is how i want to spend my afterlife so (laughs) same that's fair (laughs) uh they also reported seeing shapes and shadows throughout the various hallways and hearing voices throughout the home which you have six kids and you do not have gps trackers on all of them they could be anywhere at any time all the time like yeah yeah so maybe it's the kids maybe it's ghosts Apparently, when they'd move about the house, the voices would stop, though. Oh. Mm. There, that's the issue. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Windows would fly open by themselves, 
eventually causing Arnold, the husband, to nail them shut. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Appliances would this? break down, then start working again before any repairs could be done. Um, that's rude as fuck. Shit's <laughs> expensive. But they started working again, so everything's fine. It was just that, like, you just really wanted that espresso, and now you can't have it. Rude as fuck. Yeah. That would, seriously, that would so be me with my enemies, though. Like, I die, and I just haunt their coffee maker. <laughs> no caffeine so it, for you. It, it only works when they, when they don't want coffee. <laughs> <laughs> feeling coffee suddenly it starts working motherfucker yeah and then they're like well you know what i might as well just make it now so that i can have it when i don't want it and i just make it stop working again <laughs> oh gosh okay as the hauntings grew more and more frequent their effect on the family grew more and more intense surprise arnold and ginger began to suffer insomnia terrified that no matter what they did their ghost would appear watching them I've had oh. that happen. That shit's annoying. <laughs> it's, it's just annoying to me at this point. I, mean, I feel that. It's just one of those, just go away. Move the covers. Sit on the bed. I don't care. Just leave after you're done. I, I'd like to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Okay. It said that Arnold actually suffered a nervous breakdown in the home. Rightfully so. Uh-huh. He would constantly play an organ very late at night and eventually quit his job. Uh-huh. What the fuck are you, Nosferatu? <laughs> like, why an organ? Of all fucking musical instruments you could have chosen, you chose a fucking organ. Well, I have that answer for you. Um, and it's not that he's trying to break the Goonies code. It's that he said that the spirits told him to play. Oh. Why? <laughs> That'd be my first question. No answer. Why just, this? just the spirits told him he, he needed to play the organ. That'd be my question to the spirits. Why this? Why this instrument? You couldn't have picked a normal piano. You could have even picked a harpsichord, but you decided on a fucking organ. On Maybe they really were trying to find the gold of Chester Copperpot. You know what? Totally. Totally. It. Yep. It's that the ghosts. It was their last mission in life. It was the ghost of One-Eyed Willie. Oh my oh. gosh! <laughs> Wait, One-Eyed Willie was a girl. He, there are multiple spirits, lady. That, I, yeah. Fine. This is the man that apparated in front of him. Oh. I don't actually know that. He just said the spirits told him to play. But whatever. I'm. It's I'm set on the Willie. Goonies tale. Okay. <laughs> uh. So. Arnold was eventually sent away to receive treatment. Ginger, on the other hand, was left home with her six children to contemplate suicide. I mean, I'd say same, but <laughs> that's <Please>. mean. <laughs> Please don't. Um, <laughs> I'd say same, but that's mean. <laughs> yeah, I like, I literally almost added into my notes, yeah, she has six kids. What What else would she be doing? <laughs> One oh, or gosh. two is is fine, but after after three, you start going like, "All right, y'all look after one another." <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah, you're I'm gonna tie to you to each other. One. I'm gonna tie you to each other. Whoever you're tied to, you have to take care of. Make sure they don't die. <laughs> make sure that one doesn't die, and then you make sure that that one doesn't die and or kills that one. Okay, cool. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> 
Exactly. <laughs> she and the children eventually moved to Granton to live with their parents. Okay. Her parents, not their parents. Yeah. So the home was eventually sold back to Mr. and Mrs. Kiefer, which, what? Haven't you had enough of that? <laughs> I'm like, you You literally left all of your shit to your neighbors in the middle of, like, just randomly. Why would you buy it back? I do not know. They. I wonder if they have, like, a glutton for, like, haunt pun, punishment. I don't know. I have, Haunishment. I have no idea, but they then sold the home to Raymond Von Bober Sr. I love that. <laughs> Does he like Boba? Just curious. <laughs> I have no idea, but if he's a fan of Family Guy, I have a feeling he's really into peanut butter. Oh. You'll, you might get that reference. that reference later. It's fine. Okay. It'll click one day and I will be like, God damn it, Rebecca. <laughs> no, you might get it in like two seconds. It's fine. So okay. Raymond is Mrs. Henshaw's father. Oh. oh. I have no fucking clue what possessed him to purchase a home that tried to destroy his daughter's life, but it's fine. It's oh, fine. Parents. It's fine. It's fine. So... <laughs> He bought the home and began renovating because it's the never-ending renovation project, apparently. A never-ending story. <laughs> <laughs> and he did that with the hopes of turning the mansion into a new bed and breakfast. So yeah, dur- bring everyone else into it. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Everybody else needs to experience it. So yeah. during these renovations, workers reported that their tools would go missing. And reappear in different locations. Jeez, fuck. The workers also reported, and this is my favorite, that the dimensions and appearance of each room would frequently change, halting renovations altogether. Love that. I actually kind of enjoy that. Just like I know, I just all the hard work is done. <laughs> I literally, I just, I want to be these ghosts that are making this shit happen. <laughs> Just inconveniencing you. (laughs) You guys are terrible interior designers. Let me handle this. Go away. (laughs) Not only that, but like if the interior designer is like a shit person, just being like, wow, you measured this wrong. What the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) Measure twice cut once, bitch. In 1979, Raymond eventually spoke out about his and his daughter's experiences in the home. He published Mm. a book called The Carver Effect, A Paranormal Experience under the pseudonym Wolfgang von Bober. Oh, Why Jesus. have I seen that book? I feel like I've seen that book. <laughs> you, you're probably, because The Carver, I feel like, so The Carver Effect is actually probably a very popular book, and I'm about to get to why. Okay. In this book, he cited the worker's experiences as well as his own. He attributed many of the hauntings he experienced to one spirit, that of a man clad in 18th century clothing who would wander around the home at night. Mm. His footsteps could be heard as well as the opening and closing of doors. And this is also the spirit that his daughter thought was constantly watching them. Oh. Okay. Okay. Raymond encountered this spirit quite often. After some time, he began to suspect the spirit was none other than Jonathan Carver. Wait, 
Yep, the colonial explorer who had successfully explored and documented a large portion of the Mississippi River. What? what? <laughs> okay. And that is the American Dad reference I made because they oh also attributed God. the making of peanut butter to Jonathan Carver. Oh my God. Fair enough. Oh. <laughs> I want to take my iPad and hit myself in the head so bad about that. Like, are you? Oh. That episode was weird. It was wild. <laughs> so, it was just, oh. so Jonathan Carver, as I just said, explored and documented most of the Mississippi River, but was never actually recognized or rewarded for his discoveries. Mm-hmm. And because he explored so much of Wisconsin, Raymond was convinced that his angered spirit returned. I mean, if you travel a lot of Wisconsin, you would feel that way. (laughs) (laughs) But then you wouldn't return, though. (laughs) No, that's I'd be pretty mad and be like, I wasted so much time. All for y'all to forget me. Are you? (laughs) fucking serious (laughs) oh boy locals were obviously pissed off about the book swearing the mansion had never been haunted of course Mm -hmm. much to the town's chagrin though life magazine shortly after featured the property in an article titled terrifying tales of nine haunted houses Ooh. yes so that released one year after his book And the success of the article forever changed the view of the mansion and what was once left, and what was once Lamont Mansion became known as Summerwind. Oh. Yes. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. (laughs) So a haunted home with a terrifying reputation. Naturally. (laughs) Naturally. Because renovations couldn't be completed, Raymond returned home to his family, and from that point on, Summerwind lay abandoned until 1986. Okay. Wow, really? Mm-hmm. Damn, all right. Damn, okay. <laughs> like, why the wow, really? I don't understand. <laughs> oh, that's a really long time. I mean... And then suddenly, hey, 80s, let's get this started again. Well, I mean, the 80s were wild, so... That's fair. <laughs> A man by the name of Harold Traxy purchased Summerwind in 1986 as an anniversary present to his wife, Babs, bringing back the American dad, you guys. Or is that one Family Guy? That one's Family Guy. That one's Family Guy. Not bad. That's Lois's mom's name. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're just keeping it in the family. All right. Sorry, I make a lot of show and movie references. I could no need to apologize. <laughs> I could say every sentence I ever need to say in life through movie quotes. <laughs> Technically, all words are movie quotes. It's just that was so movie. deep. I can't even see you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I fell down the pit. <laughs> I just tripped. It's fine. Oh boy. <laughs> On June nineteenth, nineteen eighty-eight, the mansion. So two years after purchase. The mansion actually burned to the ground. Oh. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> Local media and news sources reported that the fire was caused by a lightning strike. Oh. But many dispute that. Oh. Due to all of the years spent abandoned, the property had become overgrown with vegetation, trees, and underbrush. However, when the building burned, 
none of the vegetation did. Oh. Excuse me? That's some ghost fire. Mick fucking <laughs> excuse me? <laughs> so, Nikki, uh, as a firefighter, what do you have to say about that? Okay, so, weird situation. I do understand that vegetation fires can also... It really varies. So if there's enough vegetation laying on top of one another, the ground can actually stay wet enough that the vegetation itself won't light. It's kind of a big thing in prairie burns because we do those annually. Um, so if the ground's even remotely wet, that's not going to catch. You might get like a couple patches here and there. So that does kind of make sense. I don't know the conditions, but okay. honestly, the fact that a house had enough fire, had it enough uh oxygen and it had enough like heat to burn things the vegetation should have at least been scorched at least that makes sense yeah firefighting knowledge with nikki (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was like i loved that there was a fire involved in this because i'm like nikki can tell me things i can tell you nikki will know (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh okay um, so another reason they they also debated this was because the mansion still had functioning lightning rods. Mm-hmm. So how did the f- lightning... Yeah, that would a- also be a really fire. weird situation. Lightning strikes themselves are rare, but lightning strikes that cause severe fires, it has to be under, like, the right conditions. It's very strange. It sounds almost arsonish. Yeah, like, see, that makes that makes sense to me, too, because there was actually a tree across the street from my high school that was struck by lightning, and nothing caught fire. It was just toothpicks. Yeah, that's usually what happens. I feel yeah. like... I, I, I want to say arson. I want to say ghosts. But, like... <laughs> my Although, then again, then again, a fuck ton of fires did just start this year in California from lightning strikes so that's true true but you guys are dry as sand <laughs> we're what? oh my god what What the fuck is his name the guy colbert 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 Stephen Steve colbert. colbert we're his wife's pussy <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no i'm so sorry that's just where my mind Stephen immediately went I don't remember. I don't remember anymore. I don't remember either. Hold on. I'll just Stephen do Colbert's quick... the like comedian turned talk show host. Are you talking about the dude that was upset about uh, Cardi B's song? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh god. That I can... guy. Yeah. Let me find it. You can keep talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. It. Yeah. That's just the guy that I thought of. I don't fucking know his name. I don't listen to any of them. Poor wife. Anyway. <laughs> ben but, Shapiro. Yeah. Thank ben you, Shapiro. Shapiro. Got you. <laughs> you got me. All right. So that, yeah, that's what I was thinking of. But anyways, so yeah, nothing else burned save for the building, functioning lightning rods. So people very heavily debate whether or not it was lightning that caused the downfall of this house. Mm-hmm. Um, one One local resident who had been interviewed by paranormal investigators of Milwaukee claimed that the fire marshal sent a letter to neighbors warning that the property was condemned as unsafe and was going to be burned by the fire department. I mean, as long as you can get in there. Now, others 
believe that Land O'Lakes town board members of the time were responsible, sick of the trespassing, vandalism, and partying in the vacant home. So That's actually very possible. <laughs> yeah, so basically they think that the board members got together with the fire department as well as the police department, and it was like this whole conspiracy to burn down the building. Okay. Yeah, we typically don't do conspiracies like that, but I don't know. <laughs> don't uh. almost Canada, Wisconsin, like definitely should. <laughs> Regardless of how or why the mansion burned, as of 2019, two of three chimneys still stood, along with the foundation, the basement, stone arches facing the lake, and stairways that once led to the main entrance of the mansion. Okay. Its current owners live in, I'm going to probably butcher this, Eau Claire? Eau Claire? Eau Claire, yeah. You had that Yay! right. Yay! That means clear water. I just want to say eclair and then eat one. Yeah, fair. <laughs> I am very hungry. <laughs> my, my stomach rumbling as soon as I hit record doesn't say that, but... <laughs> So its current owners live in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, and the lot is valued at $246,000 for the 1.5 acres. Yeah. yeah. This land is private property and is shared by other other homes, so trespassing by the public is not allowed, and I just feel the need to mention that because I know there are a lot of urban explorers out there who will hear this and go, cool. Especially in our state. Mm-hmm. Or photographers. Yeah. Tyler. What? I have I have <laughs> trespassed on many, many a property I to get some cool photos. About. So <laughs> in there. Uh, da, da, da. So one source does say that an attempt to restore the property is being made, however, and if you volunteer to help fix it up, you may actually be able to get a glimpse of a ghosty. Ooh. Ooh. That was weird. <laughs> you guys did that at the same yes, time. We did. We've done that more than once. Yeah. If you will like when you listen back to this, you will hear that we do that more than once, and we have done that a lot in the podcast, and I feel like it's just because we're either in the same room or because we are literally on the same wavelength. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's so, it's so great. <laughs> one, so this is like the final thing I found, but one final paranormal report was found on Paranormal Milwaukee, Ooh. and it had no time reference as to when this supposedly occurred. Okay. But someone on their deathbed reported that two teenage girls were canoeing near the mansion. They saw a woman in white waving to them from the shore. Hard pass. Against all laws of self-preservation and any horror movie ever, the girls did go to shore. Uh, Okay. (laughs) No, that's how you get stuck. Yeah, huh? They then followed the woman to the mansion as a storm approached. Oh. Uh, yeah, spooky spook. Spooky. <laughs> Apparently, when they got to the mansion, the woman dematerialized. Hate that. And I... obviously freaked out, the girls left. I, I'm not okay with that. I, I, again, I've had that happen to me, and I'm still not okay about that shit. Because it's like, you were there. You were there. You helped us. The fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. So later in the summer, they decided to tempt fate again and tried to find the lady in white. Oh, God. (laughs) Which, how stupid. 
are you? Yeah, seriously, what the fuck? They were successful in finding her, oh. but this time, the lady was waving them away. Oh. I would trust that. Yep, trust it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just be like, they right, decided. <laughs> they decided it would be best not to approach the mansion and instead went home. Nice, Thank you. they're smart. Thank you, you learned. <laughs> mm-hmm. According to this old woman, she said that they later found out that there was a servant inside the mansion who was threatening anyone who came near with violence. Damn. Oh, okay. shit. Okay. So the reporters of Paranormal Milwaukee who recovered or recorded this story were <laughs> unable to verify any of that. Okay. So who knows? It's up in the air at this point. Yeah, pretty much. So my sources for that story will be sent over to you guys and then we'll in the show notes. Show notes. Yeah. Show notes. Yay. I love that story. That was really That was good. Less creepy than I anticipated. Yeah, but still I oh. I figured because your listeners are probably a little less inclined to be like my listeners. Um True. Absolutely. I do less spooky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You guys are going to have a three-hour episode. That's fine. <laughs> not really. No, Anyways. mine's short, so we're good. <laughs> Literally not that bad. So, are you? Oh, are we just going into it? Yeah, why the fuck not? Oh, shit. All right. <laughs> cool. We're going to start with some gaming news. Uh, The Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War Alpha okay. is free. I don't know how long, but like started yesterday for the PlayStation 4. I've been playing it. It's a lot of fun. The game looks like it's going to be pretty damn good. Ooh. Yeah. It's uh, when I found out that you can swim in the game and that just, I actually went, oh, oh, oh. like <laughs> I, I got really excited. <laughs> like I fell into the water on accident and then I was like underwater swimming and I just geeked. So Sounds about right. <laughs> that was huge for me. <laughs> so you want to hear about my game? Yes. <laughs> okay. I definitely do. Okay. The game I played this week is uh, Dead by Daylight. Yeah. So it originally was released on June 14th, 2016 uh, for PC, for Windows. And then it was released June 20th, 2017 for everything else. Okay. Yeah, so a year later. The genre is indie survival horror. Yeah, it's a survival game. (laughs) The developer is Behavior Interactive, which I'm not super familiar with them. And the publishers are Starbury Studios and 505 Games, which I'm actually very familiar with. They have one of the games I've played a lot, uh, Payday 2, the Payday games. They yeah. yeah. So, real cool there. Uh, The systems, as I said before, Windows, uh, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, iOS, and Android, and like, so... Pretty much everything that's out right now. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah. That is really cool. I only have a PS4, and I'm so sick of hearing games that are like, get it on the Switch only. And I'm like, yeah, (laughs) yup. Like Animal Crossing. Come on, guys. Yeah. (laughs) I have that. Sorry. (laughs) Of course you do. Yeah. So the premise of the game is it is online only. So that's that's a thing you got to deal with. Of course. It is 1 versus 4. Uh so four survival survivors are placed into a map and have to fix five of the seven generators randomly placed throughout the map. 
each map has a base theme that is randomly generated based on said theme. So, like, you'll see one of the maps is kind of swampy. Yeah. And then there's, like, shacks and different hiding places, and the generators are randomly placed throughout it. So every time you go into a game, you won't be like, oh, there's a generator right in this spot. Not, no, no chance. Oh, cool. Okay. So it's really, really random. Yes. So once the five generators are fixed, two escape gates should become available. I say should because at this current time, it's possible for only one to spawn, which kind of sucks. Yeah. (laughs) So it's just like, oh, we have two possible exits. Not this game, you don't. (laughs) So, (laughs) So once a gate is opened, the survivors can escape through it. While these survivors are attempting to fix the generators and escape, a killer is also roaming the map trying to find and, well, kill the survivors. Naturally. Before they escape, yeah. So uh, the killer does this by whacking a survivor twice, (laughs) (laughs) which knocks them down. Uh, Once they are knocked, you, as the killer, pick them up and bring them to a, a meat hook, which sounds disgusting, and it is. You stick them onto a meat hook. Yeah. Oh, oh my god, I need that game. What? Yeah. I've actually <laughs> seen it. It is super gory. I'm probably going to play it tonight, honestly. <laughs> I, wow, I need it. Okay, It's, it's a lot of fun, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, let's see. While on the hook, there are two stages I'm going to call, or phases, uh, where one is just hanging there and, and uh, the struggling phase. While you're hanging there, you can attempt to escape it, but if you fail uh, to escape, the timer goes down significantly, which brings the struggle phase to you quicker, which, not great. No. So the struggle phase has these, like, spider arms that come out and try and stab you in the face. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Yeah, and uh, you gotta press a specific button in order to stay alive until a teammate can get you. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. So one of your teammates can run up and get you off the hook. Literally. Literally. Oh yeah. my god. They can just pull you <laughs> off and eat in any of the stages that you're in. Except when Guns. the spider yeah, stabs you. So uh, <laughs> uh, if you fail to struggle, so if you just let go of the button or it takes too long, or you have button put on a hook Three times you are sacrificed. You have but what? I'm you sorry. You have button put. Oh, been put on. Sorry. You've been button. <laughs> been button. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I won't say the nickname I wanted to give you, Nikki, but that's what's in my head now. Oh no! No! <laughs> no! <laughs> no! No! So, uh, yeah, when you're put on a hook. <laughs> Uh, three times you are sacrificed, and yeah, you're dead now. Woo! Yay! So, <laughs> a few cool things to note. Uh, if you are the last survivor, a hatch that has been placed on the map uh, opens, and the last person, whether the other people have escaped or died or any combination, you can escape through it. So that's pretty cool. Okay. Huh. Yeah, it just, if you find the hatch super early in the game, most people will just sit there and camp it and wait for everybody to either escape or die. They're just like, this is my place now. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen it so many times, like, I'll be the killer walking past, and I'll just be like, there's the hatch. I'll look to the left, and I'll be like, ma'am, there you are. (laughs) You fucked up. (laughs) 
Another cool thing is mm -hmm. that all of the survivors are in third-person view, so you can see your character and the space around you and rotate your camera. Mm -hmm. And the survivor is in first person. Oh. So the field of, uh, field of view is very limited, which, you know, makes it a very different experience because if you're playing as a survivor, you can see a lot around you. If you are the killer, you're running around and you can only see what's in front of you. Oh, I feel like... That's interesting. I wonder why they didn't do it for both, because I feel like having that first oh, person is, yeah. point of view makes it I will spooky. tell you about some stories about uh, spookiness uh, <laughs> later on for me with being a survivor. <laughs> so uh, the killers are overpowered. Like, they, you can't take them down, really. There's not much you can do against them besides hiding. So the uh, limited view gives the survivors a little more of a chance. So you can literally just step out of the field of vision and just be like, I'm gone. Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can't see me. I don't exist. Uh, the last cool, or another cool thing at least, is uh, if the killer gets close to you as a survival uh, survivor, you begin to hear a heartbeat that gets louder as the killer gets closer. So you have a bit of a warning before they absolutely destroy <laughs> your shit. Just imagine listening to that with headphones and being like, where is that coming from? Yeah, it'll be completely si silent. You might hear a crow just going, ah, in the background, and then all of a sudden, that just, I can't do, so like games like Left 4 Dead 2, I can't even listen with the audio. Like I have to put on a zombie killing playlist oh, because like yep. the sound There's of the witch crying, crying gives me anything such anxiety. <laughs> I mean, same. Oh, I can't I mean, play it when I'm Five alone. Five at Freddy's does the same, <laughs> and I hate it. <laughs> and I love watching gameplay of it. Have you played Left 4 Dead? I've seen gameplay of Left 4 Dead. You and me are going to have to play that. Fuck. Yeah. What have you done? Wait, 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 wait. Wait until June of next year so that I can so that yes. I can play with you yes. because it's my daddy yes. season. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Nikki, you have... I've been sacrificed. Like what? Been a little over six yeah. months to prepare. <laughs> the the day that everything <laughs> goes right for me is also the day that everything goes wrong. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but you know what? We can do it the day before your wedding so that you have nerves about two yeah, things. I'll die. <laughs> I'll be like, hey. Also, we're setting this game up because <laughs> they want to kill me. <laughs> so I'm gonna continue if that's all right. <laughs> Cool. No, nah, I just want to keep talking. That's fine. Do it. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to talk about the killers now because they're a major part of the game. Mm -hmm. So slight disclaimer, I have not played all of the killers, so I will try my best to explain what they do. Okay. If Yeah, because you have to buy a lot of them, Meh. which kind of sucks. But there's like a selection of seven that are like free to, for you to play right off the bat. So... You're not left in the dust if you don't buy any of the DLCs. Okay. Which is cool. So, there are a total of 21 killers so far, uh, each with their own abilities and styles. So, first is the Trapper. They all have a name of the and then, like, word. What it is. Pronoun, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the describing factor. <laughs> yeah. So, first is the Trapper. Uh, the po uh, poster boy for the game. He's on the cover. He uh, lays down bear traps to catch survivors. 
cute. Yeah, he lays down bear traps, and if you get caught, you scream, and he's like, I know where you are. Uh, yeah, very cute. Yeah, great. That, that, I've had nightmares about that, actually, so you great. Why my leg just kind of went numb. <laughs> <laughs> my legs have been numb because I sit in a folding chair, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> uh, the next is the Wraith. Mm-hmm. He can cloak himself, uh, causing the heartbeat sound to be non-existent while he's cloaked. Oh! But he can't attack while cloaked, so there is that little back and forth. So, like, all of a sudden you can see, you know, that kind of mirage where it's, like, the wavy air? Yeah. You'll see that all That's of a sudden great. be on you, and then he'll ring a bell and appear. Oh, Yeah, and you're, <laughs> like, it's so scary, I hate it. It's <laughs> rude as fuck. It's rude as fuck. <laughs> but also, like, solid solid design oh yes yeah uh next is uh the hillbilly (laughs) he has a chainsaw (laughs) and can rev it up to lunge a long distance until like he runs out of gas for that rev or he runs into something okay the irony (laughs) of this today i started a chainsaw today yeah and i actually have a bruise from it like kicking back before it got turned on yeah so i have a chainsaw bruise on that's my leg hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious i brought this up so if you're a survivor and all of a sudden you hear from a di- you might not even hear the heartbeat all of a sudden you'll just hear vroom, 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 and it's like oh <laughs> he's coming exactly that today yep. <laughs> i am uh, the chainsaw <laughs> yeah so next is the nurse she can teleport slash blink. Think of like blink dogs from uh, D&D. Oh, yeah. Where they go into like a different plane of existence and pop back in. Jesus. That's fuck. what she does. That's uh, horrifying. Yeah. I would not be okay. Yeah. So she does that multiple times, but in doing it multiple times, it leaves her fatigued. So she can't just keep popping to different places. Okay. And she'll move slower. The hag creates small totems that when activated shows an image of herself to scare survivors which is great so just a fucking thing of her pops up which makes not only you scream but your character scream giving away your position (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i want to be that one yeah yeah. (laughs) and it uh tells the hag where the survivors are Oh, so it tells you that it activated, so you rush over there, and you can hear the person going, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Those are great sounds. Those are real sounds from the game. <laughs> uh, next is the doctor. I hate this guy. Uh, he creates a shockwave that zaps survivors near him, causing them to slow down. Ooh. Yeah, he creates a like literal shockwave, so if somebody's getting away from you, just and then they you know yeah yeah now do you hate him do you hate him from playing as a survivor or do you hate him from playing him um well i just personally hate him because of his design i have a thing with eyes and there's like these two hook or claws like near his eyes pulling like his eyelids open open Uh, so it just freaks me out Mm. okay yeah yeah that would do it. He can't do anything with eyes. So I just see that and I'm like, next guy. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I'd have known that before telling the story today. Yeah, that's fine. That it's was fine, fine, yeah. I would have just been like, it's... <laughs> <laughs> uh, next is the Huntress. She can. Her special thing is she can uh, lob an axe from very far away, and uh, which damages and possibly downs 
the survivor, depending on how damaged they are. If you've hit hit them once, you can whip it. Like, you can throw an axe at them and just knock them down. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay, huh. so is she the one with the bunny mask? She is the one with the bunny She's mask. A fucking bunny mask. And a veil <laughs> on the back of, like, her head. Yeah. Oh, my God. She's so cool. I enjoy that. I found out uh, I I hadn't been listening to the game loud enough while playing as her. Uh, I was actually listening to my brother play the game. She just hums while you're playing as her. I'm not okay with that. Oh my god, I need it. Yeah, <laughs> she no, is one I of the free ones that. that you get. So these these <sighs> last ones that I mentioned, all of them are free. Mm-hmm. Like either they're pre-downloaded or the Huntress, you can just get the DLC free. Okay. So. Pretty cool. Yeah. Let's see what's the the next one is the blight. Ooh. Yeah. He's the newest killer and he can rush through obstacles and damage survivors with his rush. <laughs> he becomes the big tanky boy. <laughs> tanky boy. Yeah, he just like he injects himself with something and then he like steroids. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that was steroids, absolutely. Yeah. It's Hulk version steroids. Yeah, he's, oh god, the intro video that they have for what uh, the game now with him. It used to be Silent Hill, but now it's him. This one's more terrifying. Wow. Yeah. I believe that. Because he's like crouching in the corner and his, hand, uh, his face is in his hands and then all of a sudden he like injects himself and then he turns toward the camera and he's like glowing and oh, orange and shit and Jesus. then he lunges. Jesus fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it. Uh, Let's see. The next one is The Executioner. Speaking of Silent Hill, this is Pyramid Head. Oh. (laughs) He's in the game. Oh, Pyramid Head. We've seen cosplays of that fucker, and there's still one that he even had the extended limbs, and it stays in my head because that fucker looked real. Yeah. (laughs) No. Uh, I saw Pyramid Head in real life, okay? I was not okay. Hard pass. Funny story. My friend who was like, okay, I am going to say there were drugs involved, but he was walking around my hometown in like the middle of the night. It was like two or three o'clock in the morning. Jesus fuck. And all of a sudden he heard like that metal dragging sound that sounds like Pyramid's head sword on the ground. And it was foggy. All of a sudden what comes underneath the like street lamp is a dude riding his bike and a chain is dragging behind him. And I'm like, what a dick. I'm like, yo, that's scary as shit. Your, your hometown. That's also a fire hazard. Yes. So fuck yeah, you, bro. You don't, want, you don't want sparky sparks. But your town already has hellhounds. I cannot yeah. imagine Pyramid Head in your town. No, <laughs> I moved out. <laughs> so uh, Pyramid Head creates hazards that fuck with the survivors. And effective, affected survivors who have been downed can be put in on the on his special hook, meat hook. He has a special meat hook. Yeah, that it's like it's a cage. No. Yeah. Oh god. I haven't dealt with a pyramid head player, and I am so excited because those that just sounds awful to me. <laughs> so. Thank. I'm excited god. because it sounds bad. Yeah. I'm excited because it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, next is the Death Slinger. He, uh, his special thing, he shoots a harpoon and reels in survivors from a distance. Eh. Yeah. So he just, Wait, chink. so he's fucking Captain Ahab. And he reels you in. Of you? <laughs> yeah. Of, 
murderers. Okay, everybody's Moby Dick suddenly. Yeah. I'm gonna hit that whale thunk. Uh, <laughs> next is the Oni, which, you know, as the, I believe it's Japanese oh. devil, or is it the Chinese? I uh, forget. I think it's Japanese. I think so. Yeah. Describe it, it to me and I'll know. The the Oni mask where it's kind of looks like the red mask with the teeth. I know I'm doing that a terrible. That is Japanese. Yeah, Japanese. The Japanese devil is what it is. That thing's freaky. Yeah. So this one can consume the blood of injured survivors, which allows him to literally rush survivors from a distance. Jesus. He turns. Fuck. Yeah. So he consumes the blood. Again, I haven't seen him do this. And then he turns like really fucking. He turns into the scary ass demon thing and then rushes you. I would not be okay with any of that. Yeah. No. I hate it. Did you hear the whimper? Because I did. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to say this game is great when you're playing the killer. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, next is the Demogorgon from Stranger Things. Not D&D, unfortunately, but it is Stranger Things. That, oh, yeah. I've seen you pull yep. that up. I was like, that's a huh. fucking Demogorgon? Yeah. <laughs> so this one can create portals and traverse through them, kind of like the does in Stranger Things and in D&D. But uh, when a survivor is near one of the portals, he can sense it. He's just like, yes, hear it. And then you can jump through the portal and like, yeah. If you're on the other side of the portal oh, and you sense God. that there's one on the other side, you can just jump through it. <laughs> Jesus, God. Yeah. <sighs> oh, man. <laughs> I like how the first seven were like, yeah, we could totally be those guys. And the next ones were like, why do these exist? <laughs> yeah. Wait till you hear the next few. Yay. Next one, the ghost face. From Some Scream. Yep. Ah! Okay, I'm actually excited. I love about that. that. Yeah. He can be silent as shit and sneak up on you. So he's <laughs> like the Wraith, except he doesn't turn invisible and can still stab you when he's silent. Nice. Well, they had yeah. to create his opposite, I guess. Yeah, he's great. I've actually... He's the uh, killer that I faced against as a survivor the most. That makes sense. Yeah. That would make A sense. lot of people play as the ghost face, so... Scream is a good movie. Yeah. Uh, next is The Plague. Okay. Uh, the Plague can infect survivors, which causes damage over time. So... So, Corona? Thank you. <laughs> a little quicker than that but yes i like i like how we both kind of went so <laughs> she looks like an egyptian lady she we does. became friends for a reason yes, <laughs> uh let's see next is the legion which uh this fucker can do a frenzy attack and if you don't get away he will down you instantly so it's like step 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 oh god yeah Small note, or small side note, Legion is technically four people, and if you don't have a costume unlocked for them, it chooses which one you are. This has no effect on playstyle, just how the killer sounds. Oh. Yeah. That's huh. interesting. Yeah. So uh, it's a cult. Yeah, there's actually a whole backstory on every single one of the killers uh, and survivors, but uh, this one is, there was this guy who was kind of a reject. Mm -hmm. And then he got four high school students to be like, yeah, no, come with me. And then they, like, mugged a guy. Mm -hmm. And the <laughs> dude that was a reject 
fucking grabbed a knife and he stabbed the dude and then he like handed the knife to one of the girls and was just like you stab him and she's like i don't want it and everybody else was like no do it this is like going this back... sounds like manson yeah yes. this is going back to manson vibes and also uh what was it within these walls mm-hmm. the book that i reviewed like a while yes. back and i was like oh my god they did exactly that i'm not sure if nikki you remember but uh peach Princess Peach, the one that we met, John. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, cosplay that they've been doing recently with the mask that's white and has the smiley face on it kind of looks purgy. That's Legion. Oh, my God. Yeah. We have a cosplaying friend named John. He's also known as Princess Peach because he looks like a male Princess Peach and always dresses as Peach. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, we met him at a convention, and ever since this is his newest cosplay. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would be like, "Fuck that, you culty." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next one is the spirit who can teleport, but like better than the other teleporters. Same. <laughs> <laughs> she could just like she could just be like, "Oh, that spot over there, boom, I'm there." Instead of being like, "I'm putting a portal here and a portal here," she can just teleport. I feel like. Huh that your dad might call me that just because the spirit oh because you scare the hell out of him every time <laughs> wear a bell damn it <laughs> he's yelled that at me more than once <laughs> if you startle my dad he'll just be like if you walk up on him and he turns around and you're there he'll just be like put on a bell <laughs> my dad is a southern man <laughs> oh it still makes me laugh man <laughs> see the next one is the clown no. He's a really fat clown. Gacy, fuck that. No, he's not Gacy. He's just, I'm gonna eat your pinkies. Fucking Gacy. <laughs> Everybody that plays him just, give me those pinkies. No. Because <laughs> when he actually knocks you down, he chops off your ring finger. No. It's like, I'm gonna cut off your pinky. And it's like, that's not my pinky. I'm sorry but, that I yelled. Does he, I'm sorry, does he actually say, I'm gonna cut off your no, pinky? No, just everybody who plays him does. Okay. Yeah. I'm still not okay. And uh, let's see. So he throws bottles that create a noxious gas in a large area, which hinders the survivor's vision and movement and causes them to cough, which in a game about hiding, that's not great. So, Gacy. Sure. (laughs) It sounds a lot like him. I'm sorry. It, It really does. But he would, like, intoxicate himself and then... And, like, get I'm sure, like, there was definitely influence from Gacy on him, but he's not directly based off of Gacy. I mean, there's influence from Gacy in a lot of things. Exactly. That's true. (laughs) The next is the pig, which it's, like, this humanoid pig thing. Apparently, (laughs) this character's from Saw. Oh, Oh, okay, yeah. Yes, it is. Okay. The pig is able to crouch and ambush survivors gross and is able to put on a reverse bear trap whatever that is on down survivors and if it's not removed it will kill them Uh, okay i get it gross i hate it oh one of my friends is just like i play the pig all the time and i'm like i've never seen the pig and i'm happy with that (laughs) hold on let me just rephrase it i've never seen the pig and i am happy yeah (laughs) Uh, to be honest, I've never, or I've 
I haven't seen a lot of these super, uh, killers. That's fair. Yeah. Like, like I said, I've really only seen, uh... The top seven? Uh, the ghost face. Even, even the top seven, I don't really see people play them much. And also, I like to play the killer a lot more than I play the survivor, so... But, like, same? Yeah, because I don't <laughs> want to be scared shitless every time I play the game. <laughs> I want to be the one scaring people. That is my life. <laughs> uh, same. Yeah. The next one is The Nightmare. Me! Fre Freddy Krueger. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> So in t instead of teleporting himself, he teleports survivors into his dream world, causing huh. them to be extremely vulnerable to his attacks in there. I'm geeking so hard. I'm it's not even it's actually Freddy Krueger. <laughs> it's terrifying. Like, I've only seen gameplay of him. I, again, haven't seen him played as. And just seeing him walk with those claws, it's like, oh, fuck, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to leave. Yeah. <laughs> I have seen this movie. I don't want to be on the other end of it. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> they never wake up. They never wake <laughs> up. <laughs> uh, the next one is The Cannibal, which is Leatherface. Oh. Yeah. Another one. Uh, <laughs> similar to Hillbilly with the chainsaw, but he uses it in a more friends frenzy style. I'm so incredibly happy <laughs> yeah and if there's anyone listening that doesn't know leatherface texas chainsaw massacre one of yeah one of my tops it's like yeah. like my top favorite horror movies out there because it never fails to freak me the yeah, fuck it's, out yeah it's a good one <laughs> <laughs> and finally the last survivor the shape michael myers <gasps> yeah his music plays Oh my god. The the Halloween theme. Oh. That theme would I hate it when people like put it as their fucking ringtone when they do the <laughs> reboot the remaster. So every time I would hear it, I'm like, why the fuck is your phone ringing? Fun fact. I did that oh. once and one of my coworkers when I worked at a grocery store hated me because it happened <laughs> as I was like coming into my shift and so I was walking up behind her and then you just hear the tune and she yep. lost it one of my friends who was like in band knew how to play that on piano so like one time we were just at his house super late at night and all of a sudden we just hear that from the basement and I'm like shutting the door <laughs> <laughs> yeah Shut the door, put a dresser in front of it, yeah, it's light fine. the house on fire, you leave. You stay down it's... there forever. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, side note, this kind of has nothing to do with the game, but Michael Myers, the older Call of Duty game, Call of Duty Ghosts, there was a specific map that if you did a challenge within a match, you could be Michael Myers. <laughs> so, like, all huh. you'd just be shooting at people, and then all of a sudden you'd hear the Halloween theme, and it's like, Michael's here. <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see so what he does is he stalks from a distance and the more he stalks the faster and more powerful he becomes oh my god which is scary as shit i mean Great. he already has a habit of just randomly appearing in yeah. places but holy fuck. so his whole thing if you're playing as him you want the long con for him. You want to watch people from a distance and then just, <laughs> yeah. To be fair, if anybody showed up like him, we had 
we actually had that happen at C2E2. Yeah, there was a guy walking around as, oh, and Freddy Krueger, or no, uh, Jason, Jason, Jason Voorhees. They were just standing there. Yeah. And I was like, don't you fucking dare. I literally went, don't you dare move. And he looked at me, and I think he sh- shuffled a little, and I went, don't. <laughs> yeah. Don't you fucking dare. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was staring at the Jason this whole time, and I was just like, oh, that's not real. And then his eyes just moved to me, and I went, that's real. <laughs> that. Yikes. So I just would like to fill you guys in that as you've been talking about these killers that you know we're all very familiar with my cat has decided to start scratching at the gate that's behind me while i oh no (laughs) yeah Yeah, so i'm just over here like i hate it slowly (laughs) rocking to myself (laughs) just like i'm gonna die (laughs) yeah so if you guys heard scratching in the recording as far as the listeners are concerned sorry (laughs) it'll add to the ambiance it's great i'm actually gonna edit this one (laughs) so uh, my favorite killer out of all of these, I actually have two. Ooh. Uh, the Huntress. Yeah. She's just fun as shit to play. She's like so, it's great to just literally snipe people with an axe from like halfway across the map. Just, whew. Can confirm. <laughs> it's great. What do you mean you can confirm, Nikki? I can throw an axe pretty well. <laughs> but you've people. used people as targets? Not people. Just moving targets, not people. Yeah. <laughs> and then I also really, really, really enjoy playing the hillbilly. Because whenever I play as him, I do a Bayou accent. I know you do. <laughs> I actually have a video that I will be posting right after this episode is released. I've seen where, that video. Yeah, where I won a match. And my hillbilly... Uh, his Cajun accent yeah my Cajun accent Uh, his character my character has like these orange glowing eyes and before the game started I sent a video to a bunch of people going oh oh, I'm gonna see them survivors oh they ain't getting away from me no 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 (laughs) and then I won so (laughs) he is very good at it (laughs) yeah I love that's my favorite voice to do honestly yeah, so oh, if anybody's gosh. listening that's, like, creating a game in Bayou, please let me know. <laughs> I will do it for free. <laughs> no, you will not. Okay. Well, yeah, no, probably not. Like, I will do it for $5 and some really good soda. <laughs> yes, yeah, yo, legit. For cheer wine. <laughs> All the cheer wine. Yeah. Cheer I'll, wine is worth it. Yeah, I'll do it for cheer wine. Yeah, oh yeah. same. <laughs> <laughs> so, moving on to the survivors. This one's going to be a lot quicker than the killers even though there's more survivors. Uh, Let's see. So there are 23 survivors, all with their own uh, special perks, along with the base perks that, like, everyone would get. Okay. So uh, Dwight, fuck Dwight. (laughs) Uh, Meg. I'm sensing the office moment. (laughs) I know I did, too. He's like, (laughs) yeah, okay, so Dwight... Anybody that plays him is a chicken, so, like, they'll see you get hooked, and then they'll just, like, stay back and will not help you. Because they're like, Uh. as soon as I get you down, I'm gonna get attacked, and it's like, fucking help while he's gone. He's across the map. (laughs) We heard our friend over there get smacked. You're You're fine. (laughs) You are a (laughs) Not every Dwight player has that, but it's like the, if you play Dwight, uh, Dwight, you're probably a bitch. Dwat. Dwat waffle. You're a Dwat waffle. (laughs) So next is Meg. 
She's good at getting away from killers. That's what her perks kind of help her with. Fucking Meg. Yeah, fucking Meg. <laughs> uh, Claudette, great healer. Okay. Which is very important in this game. Jake, good at surviving while injured. So, like, he can cover up his blood trail and stuff like that. And he's, like, quieter than most of the survivors. Which you'd hope to be. Yes. Uh, Nia, who is great at evading. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, Ace, very lucky with finding things to help. I'll explain that more in detail later okay. about finding things. He's just very lucky. Uh, Bill from Left 4 Dead. Funny that we spoke about really? that. Yeah, huh. Bill from Left 4 Dead 1, the, the old guy with the, like, army cap and sh <laughs> shit like that. The fuck, Bill? Bill's here. Yeah. Okay. I'm psychic. I knew about it. It's fine. Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> How did you know? You read my notes. <laughs> Uh, his perks help, uh, a lot when he's the last one alive. Okay. Which is kind of a reference to le uh, the DLC that included him in Left 4 Dead 2. If you know, you know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't either. I didn't have there, any DLC. In the last DLC, you actually team up with the survivors from the first game, and there's an achievement for... Like, if you're playing with people, one person has to sacrifice themselves. And the person <laughs> playing as Bill, if he does that, you get the achievement. Huh. So this last standing thing, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, next is uh, Fang, who is great at repairing generators and spotting the killer. Nice. Yeah. I do want to say there is no game chat in this game. So if you're playing with a whole bunch of randoms, you can't tell them that you spotted the killer. <laughs> you can just see it and you start running and people are like, why are you running? <laughs> like, the fuck? I thought it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, see ya. What? What's Bye, going Felicia. on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, David, who is better at taking risks, especially getting close to the killers. Which, you get more experience, but you're more likely to die, honestly. I don't see, like, any David players. That's fair. Yeah. Nobody wants to be a David. No, don't play as David. <laughs> <laughs> don't play as Dwight or David. Don't, don't be a Dwight or a David. Just stick away from the Just keys. don't be a D. Yeah, yeah don't, don't be, be a D. D. <laughs> <laughs> Do you hear that in, like, stereo when we say things together? I'm just wondering. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. Next is Felix, who is the newest survivor. He came with the the blight, I think the name was. Okay, did it get stuck in your head too? Because I'm about to say, it. fix it, Felix. It did. That was in my head. <laughs> oh, you're gonna love this. He's uh, he can reveal generators to himself, which you have to fix. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, he can find other survivors and make tools last. I will also explain the tools later. So he oh can, he's gosh. better at making the tools last longer, that's, which is great. That's funny as fuck. Yeah. That's amazing. Now I really want them to release a killer that is Wreck-It Ralph. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> the blight, his whole it. thing oh, is he becomes big and rushes through obstacles, breaking them. He's technically Wreck-It Ralph. And All he right. glows orange, which is close to red. Yeah, yeah, actually. He's he's right. I mean, I guess if you stretch it, if you stretch it, I'm, it could be. That's what it is, a stretch. I mean, <laughs> they wouldn't put something like that and not put a Felix in. Let's be serious. Yeah. 
Uh, next is Cheryl, who is from Silent Hill. Uh, she works better with other survivors around. That's okay. what her perks like. Uh, generators get fixed faster with more people and shit like that, which is super cool. <laughs> is it? It's, I feel like that's kind of a lame power. <laughs> it kind of is, but like if you are actually playing with friends and you have a Cheryl on your team, it's great. But like if you're alone, if you're alone, nobody's gonna be near you. So I've never yeah. seen a Cheryl player in while I've been playing this game. That's fair. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> uh let's see. Zarina. She can hide really well and create distractions. That's a really pretty name. Zarina, it is. That makes me think of in Once Upon a Time, there's actually the green witch from Wizard of Oz. Her name's Zarina. In that, yeah. typically it's Elphaba, but yes. <laughs> I remember I know. that. I know. I got mad. I was like, just call her Elphaba. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next we have Yui. I'm probably butchering that name. It's Y-U-I. Yui is Yui, okay. what I would go for. Yeah. Uh, she can cover her own blood trails. Cool. Like, better than the other guy could. And reset dro dropped pallets, which pallets, uh, you can drop them to block the killer from getting to you. Ooh. Yeah. So, hmm. it's actually very helpful to be able to reset them because if the killer doesn't break them, you can lift it back up and go through it again and drop it in front of him, stunning him again. Oh. <laughs> So super helpful. And then he'll probably break it. <laughs> <laughs> then it'll probably suck. But yeah, this will be like. Uh, so what you're saying is, what you're saying is, he can wreck it. Yes. He can wreck it. <laughs> yes. Yes, he can. <laughs> That's why you giggled. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no apologies needed. <laughs> Uh, the next one is one of the feuds that I'm actually giving, uh, like, saying their last name to. It's Steve Harrington. Oh. From Stranger Things. Oh, oh. it's Steve. The dude with the, like, long hair that's older than everybody. The hair. Yeah. Who kind of. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he can distract killers and is very tolerant to pain, so I think he can take more hits, which is good. He likes pain. <laughs> I'm just like he's just shrugging. Yeah, I'm like mm, maybe, Man, maybe. <laughs> oh boy, his stomach keeps grumbling. Weird. I'm sorry. So, oh my god, mine too. Don't even. <laughs> so next, I'll try and get through this faster so everyone can eat and stuff. Food. Uh, I just want to shove my face full of pasta. Don't mind me. <laughs> <laughs> so next is Nancy, who's also from Stranger Things. I don't remember what her last name is. I should put it in there, but. uh she can become really brave. No idea what Which it does. Which gets her killed immediately. Yeah. Fuck you, Nancy. Yeah, she just, like, <laughs> that's the best way I could explain what she does, and I'm just like, this sounds fucking pointless. <laughs> You're oh getting the Stranger Things DLC for the Demogorgon and Steve. That's it. She's just yeah. thrown in there. Here, Nancy. She's just, everybody was like, oh, poor Nancy, and so they needed her. But you know what? I have never met one nice Nancy. That's fair. That is actually fair. I'm trying to think. Negative of Nancy is a thing for a reason. Yo. Okay. Yep. Yeah. But also, if your name's Nancy, I'm sorry. Please don't stop listening to their show. That was my yeah, <laughs> But also, Nancy, we love you. <laughs> <laughs> don't be negative all the time. <laughs> Why are you going to be so 
negative. <laughs> We're gonna get like a jillion tweets about Nancy's that people oh, are thinking that are good. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> next killer is Ashley J. Williams, which the name might sound familiar to some people. Uh, he's from Ash versus the Evil Dead. Ooh. Oh, which is okay. played by Bruce Campbell. Okay. Um, the famous term, this is my boomstick, comes from that. That's such a great line. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a great, uh, the movies are pretty great. I don't think the last one is that good because he goes back in time, but he's a great actor, so I, I love the movie anyway. I mean, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Jane can help herself and others get out of rough situations. That was the best explanation I could find. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jeff is good at hiding his presence from the killer. So when you're running away from the killer, you leave scratch marks on the wall. Like, there's just these red lines for the killer's visions that it's like, oh, they went this way. He's better at, like, those go away faster for him. Oh. Yeah. That's nice. Huh. It is very nice, actually. Hell yeah, Jeff. Yeah, way to go, Jeff. <laughs> Fuck Nancy. Yay, Jeff. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot to say that uh, Ash from uh, that last one, he's just very resilient, which is, makes sense for him. Cool. Yeah. Next is uh, Adam, who can distract the killer as well as becoming more skilled as the game goes on. So he becomes better at doing things as the game continues to go on. So the longer you have gameplay, the better is for... For Adam, yes. Okay. Yep. Uh, so he's the bait, though. Yes. <laughs> okay. But he's great at being it. He's great at being bait. He's a master baiter. <laughs> yes! <laughs> he's the master baiter. <laughs> but that's just spelled differently. Yep. <laughs> Only if you know how to properly spell things. Otherwise, it might be spelled the same. True. <laughs> yeah, just don't Google that one, guys. <laughs> Adam, great masturbator. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just type that into your Google search bar. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna head out. I just learned more about your relationship than I need to. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, so next survivor. <laughs> is is kate moving on yeah moving on uh kate she's great at escaping kate is great yeah that's her whole thing she's good at escaping the survivors are very similar but like some are better at other things that's all it is okay next is so like go on she has the most selfish yes uh power ever yes Kate is great at being great. a bitch. Got it. Yeah. So she can get off the I am not going to say what's in my people. head right now. <laughs> say what's in your head. Say what's in your head. No, Nikki, you'll just think about it for a second. You get it. I think. <laughs> I I'll re- text you. Okay. Is your phone on silent? I'll text you. It should be. It'll buzz, but whatever. No, one thing do not disturb. Oh, okay. <laughs> so uh, next is Detective Trap, T-R-A-P-P. He's very objective-oriented and can easily recover from being stunned and stuff like that. Okay. My brain just said, we have a masturbator and a trap. Yep. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
This game's supposed to be spooky. What's going on, guys? <laughs> Nervous laughter. I got involved. That's what happened. <laughs> uh, Quinton can help everyone find the exit gates, and he also recovers more easily. So good for him. He's pretty. He's actually a great survivor, in my opinion. And finally, Lori has powerful survival abilities, but becomes, like, exposed to the killer very easily. So that's kind of a... Fucking Lori. Yeah. I, uh, I was going to say she just becomes increasingly annoying and that she's from The Walking Dead, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> so oh, my gosh. favorite survivor at this current moment is Nia uh, because her perks allow for quick evasion and easier movement through the map while avoiding the killer, which I like not being killed. <laughs> Everybody can say that. Yeah. Every single person can agree with that statement. Um, Do you like dark to humor, killed? but not suicide survivors? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> damn all right <laughs> okay i guess i do have a nervous laugh that was it. <laughs> both of us went at the same time <laughs> i want to laugh but my body hurts <laughs> so anyway <laughs> next is uh i'm gonna tell you a little bit more about well i kind of explained the palettes the best i could but the chests tools, and closets that I have mentioned before. Chests are found th hidden throughout the map, where if you open it, you can find a tool, okay, which will help you later on. Uh, like I said, uh, the guy who's really good at being lucky, I forget his name. What's his name? Fuck. Whatever his name is. His name is, is Fuck now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really trying to see what his name is. I lost it. You have so many names. In I that. have so many names. Um, hold on. Guy. Ace. Eight, okay, come on. Ace in the hole, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Ace so, is the lucky guy. So, like, he can sense when there's a chest nearby. The things he finds in the chests are better quality. Stuff like that. Cool. So, the things you can find in the chests are toolboxes, which can be used, used to either repair generators faster or uh, break hooks. The meat hooks. Oh, okay. So it makes it harder huh. for the killer to get you to a hook before you struggle off of it. Ooh. So, pretty cool. Uh, next, you can find a med kit. You can heal yourself or other survivors. Okay. Yes. Uh, next, I believe, I think this is the last one. Well, there's two kind of similar. Flashlights and firecrackers. Oh. Flashlights, if... Uh, the killer's chasing you, you turn around, you hit them with the flashlight, it blinds them, and they, huh. like, can't... they work in the dark. Yeah. So it's like, bah! And then... <laughs> and then you can get... You can just, like, turn the corner around their field of view, and they're like, where the fuck you go? Like, yeah. <laughs> so... If you stay still, they won't see you. Best part about the hillbilly, I have a perk where I don't get affected by that. Oh my god. Yeah, and, and the, like, description of it is... The monsters, they adapt, and I'm like, damn right! <laughs> <laughs> you can't blind me with no flashlight. And uh, firecrackers, they pop and also blind you, so. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, let's see what else. Closets. There's closets hidden or placed throughout the map. You can hide in them. The killer can open them, but it does take a few seconds. And if they find you in one, they immediately put you on their shoulder and carry you to the hook. Yeah, a closet's like the first place the killer yeah. looks, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Today I was playing actually a match of this, and I was just like, it, it, there was a Bill who was giving me a lot of trouble because he just kept escaping shit. People kept pulling <laughs> him off the hook. So I ran a little bit away, and then he got pulled off the hook immediately, so I ran back to him, and I saw his claw mark still, and all of a sudden they ended. I look over, and there's two closets, and I'm like, He's in the left one. I open up the, the left one and he just goes, oh, and I pick him up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And put him on the hook. That was his third time. He oh, died immediately. Oh. Yeah. I was like, oh, you thought you could get away, Bill, but you can't. <laughs> so, <laughs> thing, Billy Tyler is a scary thing. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Uh, <laughs> I love it. But uh, it, also in the closets, at least I know this for the Huntress could be for other ones where they have consumables uh like the throwing axes mm -hmm. you can find more axes in these closets so if you open them she just pulls huh. one out oh yeah shit okay. that's cool so you don't have a technically you don't have a limited amount you just have a limited inventory of them and yes. once you hmm. use one or two you can pick up more uh let's see cool thing they just added crossplay to the game like two weeks prior to this recording so you can play with other consoles and pc players that is amazing. so i'm gonna have to get it and then i can play with you guys yes yeah yeah we actually we have the, we won't be able to talk though we'll just have to call each other yeah it could be on discord <laughs> but yeah, i also i also have a ps4 and it is downloaded on that so that works too nice. yeah, yeah. I'm That's not, exciting. I don't have as much stuff as I do in the, in the uh, Xbox or in the PlayStation version as the Xbox version, but that won't really stop me from trying to survive and or kill. <laughs> I've literally never played an online game with a friend, so I'm actually really excited. Hell yeah. Stoked. <laughs> uh, let's see. So I've got some funny moments, especially with uh, this. I want to say the best funny moment I have with this is one of my first matches. I was playing as a survivor, and there was a ghost face on the other team. Okay. So I'm running around, and I do know of the different field of views for players and killers, right? So I'm running around, and up on like this higher platform, I see him just come out of a building and he's looking around so i crouch behind a rock and he jumps down and goes past me on the other side of the rock and i literally just go <laughs> like i squeal <laughs> yeah i legitimately squealed later in that match i hear the heartbeats happening so i just run into this little alcove crouch again and i turn my camera around and he's literally chasing somebody. He's just... Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and I'm just like, ho, ho, ho. And, like, he, if he had turned his camera slightly to the right, he would have seen me. But he didn't. Because I was wearing, like, a bright-ass shirt for whatever reason. Because the character I was playing as was, like, bright shirt. So I was just like, oh, shit. And then he kept going. I was like... Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> freaking the fuck out. Um... But the same ghost face, 
he had killed everybody else. And I was running around because I was just like, I'm going to run on the outside of the map. I was the last one alive. So the hatch had opened. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, oh, God, I got to I got to make it to the hatch. So I'm running around the outside of the map. He can't. He's nowhere near me. I turn and I see the hatch. I fucking beeline for it. I'm just going off right before I get to it. He pops around the corner and closes it. <laughs> and I'm just like, ah. That causes, like, when that closes, I didn't know this because this was my first match. Um, when that gets closed, this, like, bar timer just starts slowly going down at the, like, bottom of the screen. And, like, all of the hooks become, I think, instant kills. Oh. And, like, yeah, you can see the fire leg. But all the generators cannot be used or cannot be fixed, so all the doors become available to be unlocked. Oh, my God. So I stand there, and he just, like, repeatedly crouches what is known as teabagging. Yeah. He just does that a few times, and I do it, and I, like, run away for a second, and then I come back, and he's still doing it. And then he (laughs) runs and turns around, crouches some more, like, as if to say follow, and I'm like, he's going to kill me, but whatever. And he brings me to one of the escape gates yeah and he like crouches again and i'm like oh he's just gonna fuck with me and you know i'm gonna be like oh he uh he's letting me live haha and then he'll stab me so i go to open the door and all of a sudden the heartbeat just goes away i look around he's gone he let me he let me live (laughs) and escape the door hold on that's one of those Tell your friends. Yeah, he's just like, <laughs> yeah. He just that just makes me think of Dale and Tucker versus Evil. It was all a misunderstanding. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So I just ran like I so thought he was just gonna come back and yeah, you know, but he didn't. He just ran back into the map somewhere and just ran around doing whatever. So I escaped. <laughs> he was very close to like the highest level. I think he might have been the highest level you could be. Okay. So he didn't need me to die. He was just like, yeah, fuck it. Go ahead. You're a low level. I don't give a shit. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So overall, uh, this is a fun game. Uh, I highly do. I do highly recommend playing this with friends so you don't get fucked over easily by trolls. Yeah. (laughs) That's happened to me where a guy came. He I got downed and he ran up to me and he could have easily picked me up. But then he just started teabagging, and then he ran away, and the killer grabbed me. And I was like, okay, that's great. <laughs> so, dick. yeah. I, if you're going to play as a survivor, I highly recommend playing with friends. But if you are playing alone, play as the killer. It's a lot of fun. So I'm going to give it an, I'd say, an 8.5 out of 10. That's pretty great. Yeah. Be, oh, but only because of without friends, it can get annoying dealing with the trolls. and. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's Dead by Daylight. Awesome. Huh. Yeah. So first, I'm gonna have to get that. Yeah, please do. I know it was free on PlayStation a while ago. I don't think it still is, but you could probably find it super cheap somewhere. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so first, thank you for joining us. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I loved this. Yeah, this it was fun. great. <laughs> I'm gonna have to have you guys on mine when yes. it exists. I'm going <laughs> to do a story on Mothman. <laughs> uh, please. Yes. 
Yes. <laughs> the only man for me is Mothman. <laughs> I mean, same, but don't tell my boyfriend. <laughs> uh, so with that, uh, you can follow us on Instagram. At Page and Buttons Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter. At Turn and Mash Pod. You can join our Facebook group. Page Turners and Button Mashers Podcast. You can send us an email. Page and Buttons Podcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to our Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Page and Buttons Podcast. Have you figured out the pattern here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there... Also do it because I'm on it and it's yes. amazing. So... And I yeah. will constantly <laughs> post pictures of Tyler on Twitter that he's doing something weird, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and Instagram, I just post yeah. random pictures from games I'm playing, so. We're fun. As well yeah. as the fact that he has, in fact, peaked. Yes, my shirt, my, yeah. God damn it. Yep. Gotta figure that one out. Yep, that's, that's a great time. All right, guys, so yep. with that, uh, keep on turning those pages. And mashing those buttons. Bye. Bye. Bye.